On today's show, <laughs> my wife went to Disney World and abandoned me in a Midwestern hellscape of snowy winter. I'm sorry, where's the you sit on a throne of lies? Yeah, I need you sit on a throne of lies. Come on, do it. Do it. You sit on a throne of lies. Okay, so today it's snowing, but when I ditched you and went to Florida, it was not. It was pleasant. It didn't get cold until the day I got back. That's just not how I remember it. And perception is reality, isn't it? Hmm. No, I don't. I don't think that's right. No, that's absolutely no, right. What? I don't think that's right. So, so. we're here to discuss your recent trip to Disney World. Uh huh. And you are going to be our excellent host. I love it. I I love these where I can just sit back, put I'm my an, feet up. I'm an experienced podcast host. Is that so? Which means you will do most of the talking, and I'm just writing down questions. Okay. So. We're hoping my travel partner, Katie, shows up for this conversation. Oh, this is going to be a three-way episode? Well, you know, it is. It was. She's not here yet. So should she pop in, really, that'll be great. Really throwing her under the bus. I wasn't going to mention it. And then she'd be like, <laughs> a surprise guest. Now oh. she's, I don't know if she got the license plate of the Mickey bus that hit her. <laughs> The well, Disney transport shuttle. Because you know what? She's got small kids. So if she does, if she is able to make it, you know, she'll pop up and be like super frazzled as we're recording and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So here's the thing about having little kids. You can get out of anything by just going, oh man, my kids. Well, because it's true. Her, She's got two and they're younger than our youngest. So her life is chaos at the moment it's just in not, her defense. Not how I remember it. Oh, yeah, that's because I did everything. All right, so... All right, what do you got? Just ask me some questions. Come on now. Come on. When... So against the the better judgment of meteorologists, <laughs> life insurance salesmen, you said, hey, there's a hurricane warning. Hurricane Nicole is going to hit Florida. My flight's been canceled. And they're going to shut down the Orlando airport tomorrow afternoon at 4 p.m. because of this. So I just need to switch to a different flight and get there now. <laughs> is this correct? It is correct. And this was last Wednesday. This, yeah. Well, I don't know when this goes live. Yeah. So it's very confusing. So, well, I... This was November 9th. November 9th, yeah, was the date that, that we arrived. And I'm flying out of Villanois and Katie is flying out of Tennessee. And both of our flights were canceled. We were both supposed to arrive Wednesday afternoon, which I was actually surprised that they shut the Orlando airport down. Now, I don't I'm not a Florida native, so I don't know, you know, at what point they make that decision or what has to happen. But everything I was seeing said it may or may not turn into a hurricane, but even if it does, it'll be category 1 and by the time it hits Orlando, it'll be a tropical storm. And so you said just Let's aim for it. Just like fly, aim for the eye. That's where it's calmest. <laughs> yes. And did you get there? You're alive, correct? I, yeah, I got there okay, just this fine. This is not some like grief fever dream for me. No, it was a little chaotic because it was the night before my flight and I was supposed to fly out late morning on Wednesday and arrive early afternoon on, on Wednesday. So Tuesday night, my flight was canceled. So I was scrambling. <laughs> like, should I go out tonight? Should I go out first thing tomorrow? And Katie's flight was also okay. So we were both able to switch to first thing in the morning, which I, you know, it ended up being fine. And a big part of the reason that I decided to switch instead of reschedule everything was because I had two Christmas parties 
non-refundable and there were no other dates for the Christmas party available. So if I had missed out... Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. Wrong park. Oh, I see. Wrong park, yeah. Not, they don't have Christmas at Universal? Yes, they do. It started the day that I left officially. Yeah, so that was a big part of it. And I also was just like... Like, I don't know. Everything I'm seeing is saying that it will be in and out of the Orlando area without too much disruption. And I ended up being right. Now, had we been traveling as a family, that would have been a completely different story. If it's just you, you're going down with the ship. Yes. I was not going to, you know, take my children with me, I think. <laughs> it's, you know, if I was That's traveling with kids. That's how I feel kids. about doing a hundo on the highway. If oh. I'm by myself, it's all good. Oh, I see. If I'm with the kids, then... Cap it at 90, buddy. Keep okay, it safe. Um, let's go back to that life insurance thing. Say this what? this is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's never a bad time to buy life insurance. Am I right or am I right? Or am I right? Right. Right. So, all right. Did you make it? You made it to the airport. I made it. Yeah. What time? You, all right. You get to the airport. I Very exciting. Super early in the morning, but I got there and the weather really wasn't too bad. It was like misty, rainy, but it wasn't, it was not bad on Wednesday when I got in. Now in years past, you show up and the Disney shuttle whisks you away and it is a glorious, beautiful experience and you know you are about to be pampered in great luxury. Not anymore. You better take a rental bus or whatever. I don't even know. How do people get around, right? What do you do? You can't spell abuse without bus. How do you get to from, because you can't just walk. It's like a half hour drive, right? Yeah, yeah. I did not take a bus. I say it as though I haven't done it 20 times. How do you get there? So initially, my plan was to rent a Turo because I couldn't get a hotel on Disney property for the dates that I wanted. There was literally nothing. I've never seen literally nothing before. Nothing. Really. Literally nothing. Truly not nothing. One room. Not, no. The only thing that you was can't available. Rent like a broom closet. No. The only thing that was available were campsites. That doesn't count. It will exactly. I'm not going to pay someone to sleep in a parking lot, all right? <laughs> I could do that at Walmart for free. Yeah. So I. Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. <laughs> that was my only option. I've never seen literally no rooms available. Never. So we were like, all right, let's stay at Universal. So. <laughs> Yeah, why not? So we stayed at the Dockside Inn, which is their, like, this is like the value, value resort. We stayed at Cabana uh, Bay as a family, which is a, another value resort. This one is a little bit below Cabana Bay on um, the value spectrum. Where does it rank in terms of art of animation? So theming at art of animation is top notch. The theming at this resort is kind of bo- it's boring What's it's the a hotel theme? there really isn't a theme the theme it's, is hotel it's, do- it's so there are two hotels that are across the street from the, each other one's dockside and one's surfside so they're like partner hotels there's i don't because we did cabana bay and it was like 50s themed yeah so cute i loved it themed, yeah and then they had that great bar that mm-hmm. i really enjoyed and the bowling alley the bowling and, alley was fun yeah this didn't really have much of a theme. It was... But you were really, um, like... You were out of luck for restaurants if you wanted, like, some good food. Yeah, like, the, you get, like, your cafeteria options. Yeah. Which was fine. You know, they had a but restaurant want, at the like, bowling nice alley. for a date night, you're not doing it there. They had the restaurant in the bowling alley at Cabana Bay if you want, like, a sit-down option. But it wasn't, like, a nice restaurant. So what... So, all right. You got to the hotel... How did you get there again? Okay, so I had I had reserved a Turo, but because my flight changed by many hours, I was supposed to arrive at 
like 1 or 2 p.m., I think. And I ended up getting in in the morning. And so I reached out to the owner of the Turo. A Turo, if you don't know, is like Airbnb, but for cars. And I said, I'm, you know, can I move my reservation up? And he was like, somebody else has the car. It can't be moved up at all. And so I was like, well, I'm not sitting around the airport for several hours. And I didn't want to take, you know, a 30-something dollar Uber to the hotel and then a 30-something dollar Uber back, you know, for a car that cost me less than $200 to rent. You know, it just, it to me, it didn't make sense. Oh, hey. Oh, no. Yeah, so I ended up just canceling the Turo. And I was like, I guess we're going to just Uber and we'll see how this goes. So, what, what, no, no, I don't, you know, Turo. I don't want necessarily want the responsibility of a rental car. It's a big liability. They yeah. look to hose you on it. I've never had a bad experience, but I don't want to if I don't have to. So, if the Uber is reasonable, I yeah. would m- prefer to do the Uber. You know what really my deciding factor was, was the weather. I did not feel comfortable driving in tropical storm weather, in a car that's not mine, in an area that I don't... Yeah, who knows the last time those tires got checked. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not really comfortable with this. I'd have to sit around the airport for hours, so I decided to just cancel it. And it... So you're like, look, I'm going to fly through the hurricane, but if you think I'm going to drive <laughs> through it, you're I out of your mind. I was not piloting the plane, so <laughs> it's it, it it worked out really well, actually. It, it ended but up being... But you were willing okay. to not pilot the oh, Uber. Oh my gosh, hold on, hold on, I think... I think we have somebody joining us on the line. You can hear me, right? Oh, are you there? Yes, we're already recording. So you are jumping in. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) We were just talking about how we canceled the Turo and the deciding factor was the weather and not feeling comfortable driving. Yes. I'm glad that that is how that worked out. (laughs) Yeah, I think it ended up being for the best because on top of having to pay for the Turo, I also would have had to pay to park at the hotel every day. Hey, we get pretty drunk for these things. So if you need to grab yourself a drink, do it now. <laughs> a bit more. Fun. Oh, that's not <laughs> podcast appropriate. <laughs> you know, I just booked a mom and a 10 year old to be on in like a week or two. I'm so. just saying we've enhanced our experience. <laughs> anyway... There will be no drinking or drugs on this show. Thank you. I don't you. know what this you're is, talking about. No. This is a family show. I was talking about meditation and yoga. Oh, okay. Me yeah, too. You do that in the morning to start your day <laughs> at the kingdom. Yeah, totally. That's what we call Magic Kingdom. 100%. Because mm-hmm. I'm a professional. All right. You're supposed to be hosting this thing. Like, ask us some questions oh, you're or just whatever. Have to edit this crap down. Oh, uh, All right. So, Katie, could you say, pronounce your name for me? <laughs> Katie Howerton. Oh, thank you. Is she on the stand? What is this? That's how I start my show. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> all right. Good, good call. Good call. Thank you. All right, Katie, I'm, I'm glad you were able to jump in here. You really got to rescue my wife. She's talking all kinds of craziness. Like, I flew into the eye of a hurricane, despite everyone's warnings from the National <laughs> Weather Service. And then... I wasn't crazy. I wasn't going to drive in a hurricane. So I let somebody else do it. A stranger I found on a phone app. Obviously, this is all a lie. She made it up. It's uh, Tell me what really happened. Well, she's correct. Um, oh. We, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, we 
this hurricane tropical storm, whatever they clarified it as, really was only about 24 hours out that it became kind of a red flag. So I can't remember exactly what time Julie's flight was, but mine was for 5.30 from Nashville, and I'm two hours from Nashville. So it was a sleepy drive, to say the least, but I think we were at the advantage getting there early as opposed to getting there late. A um, sleepy drive. All right, so tired <laughs> driving, just as bad yeah. as drunk driving. You've, we've admitted it for the record on the show. And so the theme here is just start with the most dangerous possible travel to like really, I don't know, get revved up for Velocicoaster. Oh, no, oh, Katie won't no, do Velocicoaster. Oh, that's <laughs> too dangerous. That's this marvel of engineering that's tested daily. <laughs> that's too dangerous but flying through a hurricane we're in as she's like got one eye closed on the highway to the airport <laughs> i did have coffee so oh so well we made it. We made so it. you were on drugs then <laughs> so at what do you guys ever get to the the hotel eventually so she sat around the airport and waited for me which was a choice i don't know i would have been like you're on your own and left but she waited for me well, at the airport I coherent, so i might as well do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we ubered because i canceled my mm-hmm. tarot over to dockside oh, inn at universal no. like i said it's a nice hotel just kind of boring theming but i will say i don't care how boring the theming is <laughs> our room was nice it was big and yes. it was cheap so yeah i was like you cannot find you know even like the the all-star which are the lowest of the value resorts at disney i often can't get for the price that i paid for this suite at dockside so the value is there a hundred percent sure yeah and so what time do you finally get to this hotel it's like around lunchtime yeah it was around noon is this a and so you get there and you're like immediately you know you're very disappointed by the state of the hotel i understand (laughs) you're like it's not up to my standards oh it was no, it was fine. It was great. It was great. You sent me photos. I thought spacious. it looked really nice. It was nice. It just is, if you're looking for like outstanding theming, you're not going to find mm-hmm. it here. But if you're looking for nice hotel, excellent prices, they cannot be beat. You know, the photos I saw had surfboards. That was about the extent. I will say like, I only had Disney to compare to. So the theming was a huge difference there. But I know, Julie, you've been to Cabana Bay, right. which is a little bit more the theming heavy resort at universal you know i will pay significantly less money and not have crazy theming i'm totally fine with that you know i don't see that much theming in your house so i don't know what you're talking about i do all right so i know this is a podcast but there's a giant epcot poster behind me giant and it is framed how much they pay for that it is framed by two lightsabers Three lightsabers. Oh, I didn't even notice those were lightsabers. Yeah, they just look like neon up there. Me. Yeah, there's three lightsabers. So there I, is heavy. I almost theming. convinced her to get you an, another one just to. I was not about to get you another lightsaber. It wasn't going to happen. So hopped up on the the dangers of your travels, <laughs> and then you know a little mellowed by the disappointment of a surfboard for theming. Do we? Is this a park day or do you guys just hang out? So they announced that the parks were closing early because of the storm. So I was like, well, let's go check it out. So. All right. They're like, look, it's so dangerous. We're closing the park early. <laughs> so we're like, like, let's do this. Just Take advantage of that free transportation. Yeah, we sprinted. <laughs> so Universal is the best transportation ever. It's so quick. So, so we just true. we hopped on a bus to City Walk 
and there was nobody there. And now it was there was some significant rain at this point, mm-hmm. but nobody was there. We were able to walk up to Cowfish, which is a pretty popular restaurant, and have lunch. We walked around. It was great. So did you? All right. So you made it to their outdoor mall, City Walk. Did you actually get into the park? I went to Islands of Adventure. Yeah, and I just headed back to the hotel. Yeah, that's what I did. Hotel. Yes, I slept. That's what I did. I was like, I don't remember that. Because she was, you know, (laughs) driving while sleeping from 2 a.m. Yeah. I went over to Islands of Adventure and the parks closed at 5 p.m. that day. And it was probably about 1. And I walked around. I could have done every single ride in the park during that time. I I guarantee it. I could have done every ride. I only did one. I only did Velocicoaster, but it was a walk-on. Everything else was a walk-on. Everything. Hmm. I think Hagrid's was the only one that had any sort of weight, but even that was low. And were any of these rides unpleasant uh, in a rainstorm? No, not at all. And nothing, because there was no lightning, everything was still operating. So like so your Velocicoaster. Is definitely go during, go a, hurricane. during a hurricane. It's the place to be. <laughs> And you're like, like, maybe someone smarter will stop me from doing this. You can walk right on (laughs) Velocicoaster. Yeah. Uh I have so many photos, just nobody, just empty park. Well, I think this is the secret of like theme park and Disney World photographers on Instagram. In all of their photos, it's always wet. Yeah. And there's no one around. And so, you know, this is the secret. They're waiting for hurricanes (laughs) and other adverse (laughs) weather events. That and I'm currently learning Photoshop and how to edit people out. So, like, I get, like, that lone guy in a poncho. And, you know, I've been working on, like, editing that lone guy out. (laughs) Yeah, that content-aware tools. Those two things, low crowds and Photoshop. All right, so then they they threw you out. And did you do anything that evening? No, so everything was closed at that, everything. City Walk was closed. All Disney stuff was closed. So we, at that point, were just kind of hunkering down for which again uh, we were exhausted so it was a good time to be yeah we were really tired (laughs) so it was fine so we just ate at the and uh, you know the downside to being at the valley resort is we only had the cafeteria Mm -hmm. for food but it ended it was fine like we went down there we grabbed a table i was like all right time to share life stories and (laughs) (laughs) sleepover yeah yeah i mean the crowds were wild in that you know you have a whole bunch of people who not only are stuck in a storm, but have children who were planning to go to a theme park. So, I mean, there was never a dull moment in the lobby area, but there were enough seats. How many people were packed in there? So few hundred. Yeah. In the evening, it didn't seem as bad. It was the next morning. The next morning, the kids were losing their minds, I'm sure. So I got up (laughs) early and like was walking around. I was like, oh, it's not. So I expected more people to be in the lobby when I was younger early the next morning at maybe... 7 30 a.m i was up and there weren't a whole lot of people and i was like wow okay by nine the lobby was packed packed Mm -hmm. so they had like coloring sheets they had giant games like giant jenga and giant connect four like games to try and keep kids busy because the parks were still closed that morning it's so at what point does a hurricane hit It, it really didn't it never got yeah. it never got bad on Thursday. It never got bad. I went outside cuz I was like what a weird ex- like it was just was such a like a weird unique experience. So I was like I want to go outside and take some photos. And I mean it was really windy, but it overall like it wasn't storming. I went out there. 
no poncho or anything was taking photos outside the hotel. So it was just kind of the waiting, it was just waiting for everybody to announce when their parks were opening. But I was watching the news a good portion of the morning. They're like, everything's going to push through. So it really wasn't too bad. Yeah, by the morning, really wasn't rain. It was just the wind. And I mean, they must have really soundproof rooms because I never woke up with a storm. Definitely not scary in the ways I expected. I think the worst of it hit us while we were sleeping. But I also didn't hear a thing. I did not hear a thing. So we just kind of had to wait it out. And Disney announced early in the day that they were going to reopen the parks. And it was each park had a different opening time. But I think it varied from like noon to 2 p.m. for the four parks. And Universal took quite a while. I don't even know what time they ended up opening because we were already out the door by the time they finally announced their park reopenings. And so you did get to go to a park? Yes. Yes. So finally on Thursday, (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Epcot as soon as it opens. So Epcot opened at 1 p.m. on Thursday. And, you know, I got there and I'm like in my poncho expecting like downpour to still come. By the end, I was like, oh, why am I in this like (laughs) greenhouse of a dress thing that I'm wearing? Because it was just gross and hot and it was not raining. It was overcast, but no rain, no wind nothing crazy. So I just walked around an empty Epcot because I assume nobody wanted to buy regular park tickets to only be able to go a half a day. So I walked around an empty Epcot. And again, I probably could have done every ride. Now I was taking photos for the website. So for me, it was more, this was more a work focused day, but it was amazing to walk around. Just the weather was cool and nice. And the crowds were super low. And where was Katie? Where was Katie? I decided to resort hop some. So Julie and I shared the Uber to Epcot. I hopped on the monorail and explored the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. So that was a fun kind of warm up to the Disney scene before the party started. Well, before the party led us into the parks at four. Did they have the gingerbread stuff up? So, yeah, at at the Polynesian, they didn't really have any Christmas decor, but the characters were out. There was Mickey and Pluto wandering around the kids, which was awesome. Both hotels were busy because I'm sure some people were stuck and also just people who decided not to have a park ticket trying to kill their day. Grand Floridian, the gingerbread castle, house, whatever. I mean, I guess it's a house was up. (laughs) That was my first time seeing it. It was lovely. They have like a booth where you can buy gingerbread treats. And that line was insane. So yeah, when you told me that. you were going there, I was like, yeah. oh, prepare yourself. You know, people say I the, just wanted the picture, you know? The advantage to the Grand Floridian is it's on the monorail. I think the disadvantage to the Grand Floridian is it's on the monorail because you have yeah. everybody just stops by. And so you're paying a premium for a packed lobby. Well, speaking of that, like, you know, you're talking about the monorail. The park opens at 4 p.m. to people going to the the mickey's christmas party and i went to go get in line for the monorail at like 3 30 and it was just the most insane line and it was packed from every resort so they could only add a couple people at a time so i ended up taking the grand floridian walkway to magic kingdom which is not a quick walk yeah no that's a long it's a long walk i mean i like that you can walk it but and rain kept threatening but thankfully i was able to make the whole walk there dry and got there pretty much right at four was it humid 
Like we're at this point, we're both of you quite no. damp. No, <laughs> actually, no. Throughout the week, but not yet. Not actually. this night. It was really no, not bad. it was the wind was cooling everything off. It was really cool, and it's funny because I did back to back parties. So we, mm-hmm. Katie and I, did this party together, and I remember there were a few times where I was like, I'm kind of chilly. Like I had leggings and like a long sleeve t shirt on, and I was like, I'm kind of cold. And, and then so. You- the next day I was sweating though when I was at the party. But this night I was a little cool mm-hmm. at the party. It was pleasant, I would say, the weather. And so like your your boob cream held up. I didn't pack my boob cream this time. <laughs> what? I packed mine and I forgot to use it. See, because oh, I, I was like, it's not supposed to be like gross and humid. So listen, it's Florida. The what, flip a coin <laughs> to determine the weather. I still plan on running my boob cream tests. You know, one brand under, you know, lefty, one brand under righty, <laughs> and we'll, we'll test How them out. How else do you know? How else? You, there's, you know, you have to do some real world testing. Oh, yeah, Can't wait is, to read that Amazon review. Let's this, call the Mythbusters. It just wasn't <laughs> the right weather for it this particular, this particular trip. So, but oh, so you it. did make it to the christmas party which was not wrecked by a hurricane yeah and you guys were fine without your boob creams yes not only (laughs) did the party happen but nothing was canceled i was like oh i was like if the party happens there won't be a parade there won't be fireworks because it'll be too windy nope everything happened everything was good i was a little concerned about it but the only thing we didn't get on that party was snope i'm sorry what is snope it's the it's this great website where they bust myths. <laughs> that's Snopes. Oh, Snope <laughs> is the soap snow that they use. They have snow on Main Street because, like I you said, on, it's Florida and humid. To Mickey's, you know, very Mickey Merry Christmas party, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> and that was closer to Katie, who was just like, "We're going to Mickey's party at his house." <laughs> They got a ginger castle. Mm-hmm. They do not have a ginger castle. All right. <laughs> it's just when a Kurt's house. calling you out. Oh, Ooh, no. Oh, that's not, not good. good. And I lost my train of thought. Was there a question here? I don't know. And if, <laughs> I if, I just at, if I showed up at Mickey's. And what I'm saying like this? And I didn't get Snopes. Uh-huh. I would immediately demand my money back. Is it even a Christmas party without. Listen. Karen, without they don't the, without the foam party <laughs> guarantee any of these things. It's not a foam party. My I've God. heard the foam parties get pretty wild. I've At never least been from the stories you told about college. Wow, no, no, okay. no. See, no. I, but let me check my notes. You know, I <laughs> I forgot about the snope until later. I was like, wait a sec, mm-hmm. there's no snow. So there was so much going on that it didn't even occur to me until much later that I was like, wait a minute. The fake snow is it fun. It didn't snow. It is fun mm-hmm. because I saw it the next night and I was like, oh yeah, no, this is better. Now, but... I've, I've been to other parties and they just like stuff your pockets full of strange treats yeah, yeah. that are hit or miss. So you, have, what do you get here? You have been to a Christmas party. I don't All know right. if you even remember. For the sake of this interview, I often play dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's my gig. I see. As the host. <laughs> okay. And do it on my show, do it on this show. All right. All right. <laughs> so I know full well what the answer to these questions are, but I need to ask them. <sighs> I have been to these parties in the past, and they, to as a, a, a supposed value add, there's just like people randomly near garbage cans stuffing your hands full of odd treats. And some of them are good, and some of them are less good. What was on offer at 
Mickey's ginger castle party. All right. So <laughs> there are a few things wrong with what you said. I'm going to ignore a few of them. There were no garbage cans, but there were a lot of free items. I said there were people near garbage cans. Okay, everybody's near garbage can. Walt wanted it that way. There are garbage cans everywhere. That's that's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that way. Anyway, when you walk in, you get an ornament, which was actually... not wrong is what you're saying. (laughs) I guess technically you're right. The ornament was surprisingly nice. Like, I was like, oh, let's see what, like, piece of plastic garbage we get here. No, it was a quality ornament that I will be putting on my tree. it was a 50th anniversary one, so, like, I feel like it's very nostalgic and i feel like it's the kind of souvenir you actually keep you know yeah yeah i feel like it i could easily show this to somebody and they would assume that i purchased it at the party it's a nice looking ornament it's very cute it's like a metal snowflake yeah it's got weight to it that's a heft quality like i want when i want my ornaments to like really drag that branch down that's how you know they're good yeah that's how you know they're good (laughs) yeah so on one side the tree falls over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was a nice that's like as soon as you walk in so that was like a really All right, so positive start thousand dollars for a ticket and you got a four dollar ornament correct what else correct and i was like cha-ching where's your money come on money there we go i think we made money on this party <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are cookies everywhere and it's funny because they i had mom's fresh baked cookies so i i have the map right here because it Ooh, says on the wise, back, I don't have any notes. <laughs> special thanks. I just ha- it just happened to be sitting here. Special <laughs> thanks, and it's the sponsors. And one is Cheryl's Cookies. I have never heard of Cheryl's Cookies, but Katie was immediately like Cheryl's Cookies, and somebody on Instagram was like, "Hold up, are those Cheryl's Cookies?" So apparently, oh. Cheryl's is a big deal. I don't know, Katie. You have to tell us about Cheryl's because I, I have just, no idea. I don't actually know anything. I just know my mother ships me cookies at random for like holidays, and the last two years they've been Cheryl's. So these were familiar to me. So that I was, was actually thinking about it. <laughs> they are familiar no, to me. Okay, you know, it I mean, may sound cookies. like faint praise, but on night two, she was like, you get me more of those cookies. Like yeah. I was and given direct orders to get her more cookies. I need Had to know the lineup. Her experience at Disney World beforehand. <laughs> Here's the, the biggest win is that my daughter has been eating them all week and she's going to be livid tomorrow when they're gone. Okay. So. All right. Because between the cookies you and I got on the first party and then my second party with a lot more cookies. All right. So yeah. she's like. We ate a lot of free cookies. On a cookie diet. We ate a lot of free <laughs> Christmas ornaments. And I, don't I guess think I ate my ornament. The cookies but... are from someone named Sherry, and we like that. That's good. <laughs> Cheryl. Okay, whatever. And did we do anything else there? So rides were a priority on night one. We wanted to do the ride layovers. And because Katie didn't have a park ticket for Magic Kingdom, it's like, let's knock out some rides. What's a ride? That four to seven overlay? gap. Layover? So... Yes. So the overlay for the Christmas party, they will have some of the rides where they have special theming. And so for the Christmas party, it's Space Mountain will play Christmas music and have Christmas lights. My favorite. This is the best version of Space Mountain. It's. I wanted to think so, Kurt, and then I almost passed out. I don't know what happened to me. We got this off the ride. Very she was much like, a "Oh my god!" <laughs> now, granted, I'm not a thrill seeker, but I think what I love about Space Mountain is that I can't see anything, so I just zone out. All right, I'm and right apparently now, it lost its magic, like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like it almost killed me <laughs> we went on flight of the hippogriff which is a children's ride it very much is and yeah. she was sitting next to me like 
holding on for dear life. She was like, oh God, oh God. I wouldn't yeah. even waste so. my time with Can that. Can you tell why, why I'm a Disney over Universal person? Everything at really Universal. Funny. Even okay, like... you definitely want to check out Velocicoaster. Yeah. It is very oh, no. tame. Absolutely not. That, that was the weird thing is this time, I don't have motion sickness, but every time that I had a moment on a coaster, it was like a, I think I might pass out. Like, it's like, I believe it that's a, that sounds like so. a panic attack to me. <laughs> I know. Granted, I used to have almost panic attacks and i'm like i can do this thing but apparently my body's not cut up <laughs> you hit a certain age and your body's like Mm-mm. all right so we're doing this yeah. is that we're doing disney world and xanax that's what's going on here i figured out the yes. pokey thing lowered in, in inhibitions i understand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so right. it was space mountain monsters inc laugh floor and and then Thomas obviously you did the nightmare before christmas oh, overlay oh no and haunted Mansion, oh come right? on come on now you didn't are you a noob you didn't are you new here no, you didn't do that. Are you in, are you new? Welcome. That's the wrong mortal. park, my friend. Oh, what? Yeah. Are you, you don't like Jack Skelly's? I met Jack Skellington, but he is not a part of an overlay here. That's Disneyland. All right, so, so you're sorry. confirming for me that Jack Skelly's was there, and was he dressed up as Sandy Claus? He was dressed up as Sandy Claus. Okay. Yes. And I'm expected to believe that there's no overlay at their premier theme park. <laughs> there for is Haunted no. Mansion. No Haunted Mansion overlay. I really wish that there was. <sighs> All right, get Chapek on the phone. Oh, yeah, I have his number right here. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll call him well, after the show. You know, we'll call him later. Should I, we it's patch late. him in right now? I don't want to bother him. I got Bluetooth. He's, no. So, do you have more questions? Are you going to do, <laughs> what else do you do with this thing? You rode, All right, so we rode three rides. We got an ornament, and we ate so many cookies. Katie passed out on a very slow roller coaster. <laughs> Correct. That's your your yeah, pretty up to speed. Yeah, will do that. You're pretty up to speed. Um, so I also wanted to do all of the magic shots at oh the yeah. party, and I only got oh, about half of them the first so night. What did the magic shots vaccinate you against? Wow. Okay, not that kind of shot. <laughs> not that kind of shot. Uh, Are you up to date on your rabies shots? It's photo- a photographer. A photographer. A yes, photographer. Okay. Yeah. That's took the my industry pi- term. Took my picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they added some special magic to it. Some pixie dust. Yeah, and all right. So, so we were wandering around trying to, to find. They have the the photographers at the park. Some of them, not all, offer a post processing effect with yes. varied results. Yes, some are hilarious. <laughs> I had a woman photobomb me in two photos. That's unrelated oh. to it being okay, a magic but, shot, though. That person was just oblivious. But I, it, like, I had been searching for this one magic shot, and I finally found a photographer who did it. And then this woman photobombs. And so she's like walking in front of me and I'm like, yay, with my arms up in the air and Santa's flying over me with like Karen's walking in front of me. <laughs> it, was, it was epic. Oh man! I saw that photo. You would you looked like the Karen in that photo, and she <laughs> looked like. Wow! Yeah, no one was winning there. That you're sleeping on the couch. Ooh, I just want I you to know. know. I'll be sleeping in the bathtub. The bathtub. You. That's yeah. I don't send him to the couch. I send him to the bathtub. He has <laughs> or to sleep in the bathtub. You know, maybe I'll stretch out in the back seat of a car in no. the garage. Uh-uh. Bathtub. You. <laughs> I say you have to sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we were wandering around trying to find magic shots, and some were harder to find than others. But we did find a good number yeah. of them that first night. 
Well, and something I didn't realize about kind of the guide they give you the map is that it's extremely vague. They're like, here's some stuff happening in this side of the park. And then you have to go figure it out yourself. So that's why I was like, it's oh, true. so this is why there's no definitive list of really anything. Well, See, which that, is that why I wanted a lot of flexibility, though. <laughs> it's why I wanted yeah. to make the definitive list. It's like, let yes, me amen. find these characters, find these magic shots and, you know, put this together. So like I today or the other day was like putting all of them on a map and marking up the map so when people so they don't have to wander around like an idiot like i did asking (laughs) photographers (laughs) oh do you do magic shots is this the magic shot (laughs) yeah so after we found some magic shots oh we went on the people mover twice which was nice they didn't even make us get off which was when do they yeah, have like nobody was on it well they typically they make you get off they never used to until we ask them dear friend disney dan went and did a youtube video when she's like he's what he wrote it for like 12 hours something like that yeah, oh my yeah. God. It was like all day like, okay new policy you gotta get off <laughs> no i think it, as i recall in the video it was something about like if there was a line they had to get off if there was nobody waiting then he was able to re-ride. But then, like, as the park got busier, they made him get off and get in line. I'm pretty sure that was what it was. And it when was we went the on, best. there he was, was no line. miserably hot. There was zero line when we went on. So from there, we got to see, like, the the show in Tomorrowland. And, and so it was fun. We saw part of the parade. I just feel like there's so much that happens in Tomorrowland for the party. Like, that's kind of the hub of so much of the overlays and a couple of the shows. All right, so it's yeah. like Space Mountain. What else? Tomorrowland Speedway. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is right there. They've got a cookie station right there. They have a cookie station everywhere. One of the, you know, there weren't <laughs> as many this year. I will like, say that. Yeah, like yeah I really, unless I'm making this up, I should look and see if I can find my 2019 map. I really feel like there were a lot more cookie stations in 2019 than there were this year. Because I went over by. Wasn't there also eggnog? So there were plenty of drinks. There was eggnog, hot chocolate, um, mm-hmm. cider. So was they, they any good? Better, yeah, I forgot. I thought they were they were good. The cookies, I honestly, I wasn't a fan of, but I think it's because they were soft cookies, and that's just not Ew. that's not like my thing. You ever have cookie chips? They're like no. pizza. It's like the thin crust version of cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. That might, really? That they're not good. Like. Cookies I don't know just if you like well cookie made. crisp in my house. <laughs> I do like cookie crisp. Are you judging me? Yes. Wow. So I felt like there weren't as many cookie stops. There were maybe six, I think. Yeah, I think so. I list again. I listed all. Like I found them all and what they served, <laughs> and listed them on the website. But so, there weren't as many. How after eggnog and cider from six different stops? Mm-hmm. How drunk were you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, not that kind of eggnog, not that kind of cider. Just like nothing was spiked. Really hammer that Midwestern accent. What was the drink again? I will not say it. <laughs> it was not eggnog. Gog, eggnog. <laughs> I grew up in Chicago. That cam. <laughs> you leave me alone. Meanwhile, we have Katie's like, hallelujah. Leave yeah. me alone. That's where it sounded like just braying jackasses. <sighs> Anyway, so uh, you did other than eating so a then, test number of cookies, oh, doing the three overlays, then we were like, getting we sh- all the magic. We shots. should eat some more oh. because we had to buy oh. some of the treats. Of course. So I was like, <laughs> let's stake out a spot for the second parade because the first parade was so busy. We could see it from the people mover and just the like mobs of people in the hub. I was like, Mm-mm. and the first parade is always busier. 
So we staked out a spot for the second parade about 45 minutes in advance. And we're like, time for more treats. So <laughs> we got some of the party specific treats, which I got like the most amazing chocolate cranberry tart thing. Oh, if you put cranberry oh, so in a baked good, I know it's for me. <laughs> this was the best thing I've ever had. It was like one of those moose domes and you can get those, you know, throughout the parks and various types of treats, but it was yeah, like a chocolate mousse good, dome. But if you've had one, if they're all variations well, of the same so thing. Well, so it's, you know, the mousse dome, but it was on top of a chocolate tart cake that had cranberry in it. So the combination was just spectacular. It was so good. And then Katie got the hot dog and it had like a cranberry relish or something, so which was another they, party treat. I was surprised. Yeah, they, so all the parks have holiday offerings in Magic Kingdom, like the vast majority of them are open and available throughout the day. So I think there were just five party specific treats that you could get. And so Casey's Corner had this hot dog that I learned you could also get as a footlong, which would be terrifying. That is so, <laughs> um, oh, had, I'm sharing that item. Who wants to share a hot dog? <laughs> hot dog. We could like Lady in the Trampet. No. Yeah. <laughs> it would be romantic. Except no, we don't even. No. I need to see yeah. that magic shot for yeah. you guys. <laughs> I don't know how romantic With the Santa fart flying party over. would have be. Don't have a fart party. Yeah. No one wants So it was that. like Christmas flavors, which sounds gross to say out loud, but like <laughs> there is like a savory stuffing. My hot and, dog like, has Christmas flavors. Relish. So it which was, one it was tastes actually like Santa? Good. <laughs> yeah, all of them together. did you lick jack skelly's not on this night okay no, that was tomorrow <laughs> i see so then we we hung out and waited for the parade and in the meantime the fireworks show happened and so it was great so she's eating yeah, a hot dog nice watching to, like, fireworks food while i watch fireworks you know i didn't you know i'm not one to like stake out my spot for a parade i know julie you're not usually that committed to a parade as yeah, well no, but not it usually. was nice or fireworks we were, we were tired. We needed to see fireworks and a parade and it just kind of, and we wanted to grab like some real food. And so it was, it ended up not feeling like just sitting there forever, you know? Yeah, so. no, it wasn't bad. And what's great about the parties is like the fireworks start, like in no universe was I like, concerned about it. I was like, well, we're sitting on main street, so we will have an excellent view of the fireworks. And we did. It ended up yeah. being like a great view of the fireworks. And then not long after the parade started. The funniest part to me about the parade was because there was no Snope. And I didn't realize this until the next day. So the like, parade what was awkward about this? The, the parade starts in Frontierland. And so they've done a new thing this year with both the Halloween and the Christmas party. Whereas like they're like, all right, the parade starts at 830. But because it starts in Frontierland, it takes like 20 minutes to get to Main Street. So now they have entertainment on Main Street while you're waiting for the parade to come. And so this year it was like, I think they were called like the Kringle Crew or something like that. And it was like these people dressed like elves with these giant inflatable balls. And they come out and like dance and throw the ball around. But there it was. I found it to be really awkward. I thought it was really strange. Did, did you, you get that feel one that cast way? member that's like your block and they're just staring at you for 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Well, and we were also in a chunk where there weren't like children beside us. So usually the cast members like make eye contact with a spider. They're like, but it's not weird. In your <laughs> face. It's like one dude was like in our face gyrating. It was really strange. I took a video of it and I sent it to Kurt. Do you remember this video? And you were like, because at first I started like, I was like, this guy looks like our friend, Tom. And so then he so started crazy. dancing and I was like, 
oh, <laughs> it was like, it felt bizarre. It felt really bizarre. But then You're I saw wizard, it the next Harry. night and with like the snope, it had a totally different vibe. And as silly as that sounds, with it snowing, yeah. people were like, oh, yeah, and more into it. And it just, it didn't feel as like creepy and awkward. So, Kitty, how much did you pay for these tickets? <laughs> they were roughly $150 for, and Julie got me her like, what, like $10 AP discount? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a difference. It's not huge, but Julie would probably know better. Like, I just know that the first couple parties are pretty like high and then they dip down a little bit and then they get really insane. Yeah. And Fridays um, are always more. So like I went the next night mm-hmm. and my party was $10 more. I think there's, yeah. I think a $10 price difference from Thursday to Friday. Was it yeah. worth it? Did you enjoy it? I really did enjoy it. Now, granted it was, you know, we're in a hurricane. We're tired. <laughs> it was just a weird time. So, but I definitely learned that, I mean, it's kind of like anything at Disney. It's hard to know like how to get your bucks worth because there's no way to do everything, you know? And so it was interesting to learn, okay, yes, you know, if you caffeinate and you get there right at 4 p.m. and you're there till midnight, yeah, that's eight hours. That's great. But you still can't do everything in that time. And some people like, you know, the first three hours, we treated it like a normal part day. What random rides do we want to go on? But it made me realize the necessity of like the guy that Julie's creating of like, okay, let's see where things are. And then kind of pick a route of characters, rides or shows. And you can do a little bit of all of them, but there's no way to do all of it. And I think you quickly figure out kind of what your party's vibe is. I always tell everybody know your priorities for these things. And I, you know, I've gotten better at it over the years, but like the first time I went was like, all right, I'm going to document stuff at the party. I, I don't think I even scratched the surface because I yeah. didn't know what I was doing at the time, you know? And so mm-hmm. like now I've done this enough times where I'm like, oh, these parties are totally worth it because I know how to like do all Make the, the things, yeah. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but you're right. Like it's not easy and it's impossible to do everything. And so you have to know. And even with us going together with like a big part of our purpose being to like document things Mm -hmm. we still had to like all right what are our priorities for tonight and like discuss it and and have a game plan what were your priorities for that night our priorities were to do some of the treats as many magic shots as we could the parade and the fireworks and we did. We didn't get all of the magic mm-hmm. shots, but we did get, I'd say, more than half. We got like half. three in a row really quick because there were three towards the back and we just knocked them out back to back. And I think, too, there's always going to be a few things that just kind of slip through the cracks. You know, like Jack Skellington's going to have a huge crowd, but people might not realize that Aladdin's meaning or whatever. So I feel like magic shots are kind of one of those things that kind of get overlooked. So I think that we really lucked out towards the beginning of the party. That wasn't a lot of people's top priority yet. yeah there was so one magic shot short. where over by the haunted mansion where they add zero the dog from nightmare before christmas and nobody, <laughs> nobody was there where i was like it. is this the photographer because she was just sitting in a chair and i was like i think this is it and i went and asked yeah. her and she's like oh yeah yeah that's me like she was excited we came over and found her so yeah. yeah i think a lot of people didn't even realize that she was hiding over there ready to do these like party only magic shots so as far as our priorities for that party, I think we did really well. We had a great spot on Main Street for the parade. Yeah, it was well, and it was, like it was a lot of fun. you know, we've always talked about like if the weather had been different, that would 
deeply change whether it would feel worth it or not, you know, both in the sense of like, okay, is it just miserable to be there? Is it canceled altogether? Is it happening? But the rides are down because of lightning and the fireworks right. aren't happening, you know, that, so that we definitely knew we were rolling the dice, you know? So that's something I don't typically, that would be kind of my thing with it. I think it's going to always be hard for me to justify anything as risky as that for like a group, because, you know, if it messes up for me, it's like, okay, well, that's a bummer. But, but if I had like my whole family there and it didn't work out, but also I don't, I don't know. I mean, Julie, you would have better experience with this, but like, if I have a whole family there, I don't know how aggressive I could be. Yeah. It does. (laughs) It changes the way you, you do things. Yeah. You're going to take more breaks and Julie really moves at an incredible clip. Yes, she does. We both do. Oh yeah. You say that, but. There were a few times where I was like, Katie, oh, my God, like trying to keep up with her. So she's I was like, I don't think it's me. I'm starting to think it's not me. The last two people I traveled with both were like, you know, zooming through. Yeah, because you peer pressured them. I did not. Like basically sprinting with your arms at your sides. Nope, nope. Tom doesn't even listen to the podcast. Tom was like, I'm going to type Disney World into my GPS, thinking that like that that would take him where he needed to go. He Mm-mm. does not listen to the podcast. Oh, he did man. not know about my crazy power walking. And we got there and that man was right next to me the entire time. So. I, I will say Kurt, that during that party, we saw so many children who looked so tired. Like it, it, some were having the time of their life. But I was like, I mean, bedtime's like religious around our family as far same, as like if this doesn't happen, here. it's going to get rough. Um, you know, so it was funny watching so many delirious princesses. <laughs> People know what's right for their kids. Yes. But the advice I would give from someone who's been there many times is just don't, it's not worth it. Just pack it in when they're passed out. Yeah, it's yeah. A, an expensive ticket. I like, wouldn't I, I be know keeping a kid it. awake for that. Yeah, and I like wouldn't. maybe maybe if you have a gracious spouse, you could split, and one person goes back with the sleepy child, mm-hmm. and the other person can hang out for a little bit. Like you know, you're not paying for the transport, so you may as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, all yeah. right. So overall verdict was: it sounds like it was very positive. I, you liked it. And you were mm-hmm. it was worth it. it. Was really I fun. love I love the part. I think the parties are a good value. Like I know it's mm-hmm. expensive, but like the way Katie did it, for example, was she was like, "All right, I'm not going to buy a park ticket." For this particular day. So yeah. that was her park ticket. Because we knew we could get in at 4. We knew crowds would be low. Even when we got in before the party officially started. Because mm-hmm. the park closed at 6. So people don't want to spend That's their regular the park day. Park, yeah. And especially on this day. Because Magic Kingdom didn't open until like noon. So people would have had a really shortened day. Who needs to spend that time in the parks in the afternoon. Just like burning themselves out. When you could be asleep on the monorail. Like Katie. you know anything can happen yeah (laughs) free transportation all right so at what point at what time of night do they finally kick you out of this do we get out we left a little bit before official we followed the parade out and the last yeah and i think the last parade was at 11 so it's it's probably like 11 40 yeah how long did you stand in line for the bus so what we decided to do, because remember, we're staying at a universal resort. Ooh, no we, bus, huh? Well, so if so, we were like, we're, we have to take an Uber back. You walked back, huh? <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> you, you, you take the bus to as close as you can get. 
<laughs> and then you walk the rest of the way. Well, see, now Listen, that wouldn't I'm be a cheap. Ba- I could have done it. That wouldn't have been a bad idea, except waiting for the buses at the end of a party is just a nightmare. I guarantee if you, there are no sidewalks in Orlando. I guarantee if you just like, if someone <laughs> sees you walking, you won't make it 50 feet before the cops show up. In the Reedy Creek no, Improvement District. No, I saw, there was like a crosswalk that went over like like an entrance ramp on the highway. And I was like, there's no oh. sidewalks. Like, this baffled me. I was like, where's that guy walking to? Oh, yeah, Orlando is incredibly <laughs> it anti-pedestrian. Was weird. It's unreal. Anyway, so our options to take an Uber would have been to get on the monorail and go to Ticket and Transportation Center. But again, the monorail at the end of a Magic Kingdom night, that line goes down that huge ramp. Like, it's not a pretty sight. So what we opted to do was to walk to the Contemporary, which is a quick walk, like a five-minute walk. We walked to the Contemporary. Nobody was there. And we called an Uber there without issue. We didn't have to wait. Yeah, it was quick and easy. Way better than standing with a bunch of smelly people packed into a monorail and they probably weren't sweat too smelly because nobody was like super sweaty but you know what i mean getting out of the park and getting the uber was no big deal no because we walked over to the contemporary i called an uber from disneyland i was in burbank to hang out with jay leno name drop and went (laughs) to disneyland my eyes after dinner rolled so hard back into my head they're stuck Okay, but that's Burbank. And that's uh, LA. Yeah, that's different. I left Disneyland on a Thursday night in the summer, called an Uber, and it was. I was like, I don't know why I bothered. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, well, that's Disneyland. That's that's LA. I thought it seemed smaller. Yeah, the park Disney World. The park is smaller, but you're still in LA. I was like, well, this is weird. Yeah, no, going to the Contemporary was the way to go. Just way faster, way way easier to get back. So yeah, that was it. Was a great night. I had a ton of fun that particular night. So let's move on to the next day. Yeah, the next day. So we split up the next day. I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry for your loss. We didn't you know, break up. We you guys <laughs> made up, yeah. We made up later in the evening. Yeah, later in the evening, we made up. So I went to Universal Studios in the morning. What'd you film? <laughs> what did I film? Yeah, it's, well, a, it's a studio, right? You know, they were filming something. I'm not sure what it was, but I saw, and they wouldn't <laughs> let me take my phone out. Like a guy yelled at me, and I didn't, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. A guy, all right. I got if yelled you can't at. can't pull your phone out. At a theme park in Orlando. Well, because it was an Wait, active. Was he just yelling continuously? How are you supposed to know? <laughs> there were signs up, but I didn't see. There was like a sandwich board, but I came I'd around have the a corner. Phone in both hands. It ca- I came around the corner and I didn't see it. And he was like, "Well, he was nice about it, but he was like, it's an active set. It's a live set. So there was like, it appeared to be like the Blues Brothers car, like the car with like the big speaker the horn, thing." Yeah on the top all of a sudden comes flying around a corner and i could see i don't know who was inside but i could see they were wearing like suits in the blues brothers hats so i'm not sure what exactly they were filming or who was there but they were filming something and where was this universal studios like in the theme park yeah yeah so like it's like excuse me don't come by here it- we have stuntmen driving yeah, well, so they, I mean, they had it barricaded where they were actually filming, but like you could walk right up to it and there were cameras rolling and they had like crew walking around. I mean, they do use it as an active film studio still. I don't think nearly as often, but they 
they do do it. And so what were your goals at Universal this morning? So again, I was just taking a lot of photos for the website, but it was a beautiful morning. It was so the only part of that park that was busy when I was there in the morning, at least was Wizarding World. It's so, always busy. Yeah. Everything it's else. so cool. Everything like, else ugh. is great. So just a ton of photos. So much to, to see there. And I was like, well, while I'm here, there were several fun characters out. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll just take some character oh photos. Who'd you meet? Well, you know the, the first one because I FaceTimed you because <laughs> Doc Brown was out working on his time machine. I'm sorry. Who was there? Doc Brown. Finally got to use those. He was working on his time machine. And so I I had to FaceTime you. And he was great. 1983 DeLorean? His DMC DeLorean? Incorrect. He was working on his train time machine. Oh, his time train, of course. Yes, the time train. He was working on that. And he humored me and let me FaceTime. And then I pulled out my big camera. Yeah, the big DSLR. And he yelled, great Scott, a real camera. And it was great. And he made a great face. He yeah. He like did the full Christopher. He had like the full, like from the from the committed. future, the sunglasses, like the visor sunglasses. I'm always it amazed was... when like face characters really get it right. You know? Oh, like, he was spectacular. Wow. He was it was such a fun internet. Like I was so awkward and I didn't know what to say. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but, I was panicked. But he was great. Like he was talkative and really fun and funny and let me take photos and he posed and like in your head you could practice it and you could be like all right this is what i'm gonna say and be super cool and the moment you're face to face with oh, I'm, i turn this, into an idiot what yeah. feels like this real life character and is also you know just a person making but does like that 20 make bucks it an hour <laughs> it, you're just immediately like i like movie like well, you can't <laughs> You know, that guy got that job because he's so quick on his feet. Like, he's quick and funny, yes. and, like, that's how you get those types of jobs. Amen. I can't ha- hold down a conversation with somebody like that. I'm not <laughs> quick and funny. There's no, no hope no for me. No you. It's over. There's no hope oh, for me. No. Um, Who else did you meet? I met Homer and Marge Simpson those, as well. Those are cartoon characters, sweetie. Well, you know, I have a photo of me standing there with them. So I stopped in the Quickie Mart because I wanted to get a Duff beer. And Duff beer in the Quickie Mart is sparkling water, but in the Duff beer can. Funny. So, so I grabbed a Duff beer and I got, I saw them standing up there. So I got in line and I was like, I'm holding the Duff beer, but I was like, I'm going to put it in my bag and drink this in a little bit. He must have seen me, but I was like three or four people in. He must have seen me because as soon as I got up to the front of the line, he ran over to me and was trying to <laughs> rifle through my bag to get the Duff beer. And then he got Amazing. the Duff beer and took off with it. And Marge was like chasing him and trying to get him to give the beer back. And then I had to like wrestle it away from him. Boring. I don't think that's boring. I thought it was really funny. Well, that's and very cute. I have three Homer sound effects. So I see. Yeah, that's what you got. <laughs> well, that was really rude. And now you've hurt my feelings. I didn't say it. It was Homer Simpson. <laughs> okay. It was just such a great interaction. It sounds fun. Yeah. So I mean, someone tried to rob you. <laughs> In addition to taking a whole bunch of photos for the website, I had those two really, really good character interactions. And that was my morning. Katie got up and left, I think, before I did even. What did you have for breakfast? Oh, did I eat? I don't even know if I ate. I had to keep I reminding to Julie eat. to eat like a 12-year-old oh, girl. She did. I she thought was... you went to the Today Cafe, but I guess I was wrong. 
Oh, did you get anything there? Did I go to the Today Cafe that day? Oh, I guess I did. Oh, that's right. Because I sent you that video because we like to make fun of the Today Show in this house. <laughs> yeah, we think we're better than. I apologize to Today Show fans. I think a lot of it's because my mom really likes the Today Show. So that was like in my Instagram stories. I was like, does your mom love Al Roker too? Because if so, the Today Cafe. They're always at Universal. It's right here for you. I There's think- a Universal like special about the making of Velocicoaster. It's got Mario Lopez. Oh, yeah. they uh, Mario Lopez hosts all of those things. Yeah, they borrow the NBC newscast constantly. Al <laughs> <laughs> Roker recently did like, it's like we're going to like walk for fitness or something and it was through Universal Orlando. Man, we should. So, yeah, they're there the all the time. Universal Studios <laughs> Orlando Resort I podcast. was already to like hate on the Today Cafe. It was really good. I've heard it really was good very things good. about their pastries. It, yeah, it was delicious. I got a, like an egg white sandwich, but the bread seemed like fresh, like fresh made bread. Now, Just everything was I've, really, really good. Everyone has said this. You were prepared to hate it because you don't like Al Roker for reasons we won't say. I do like Al Roker. I think the Today Show in general is just a lot of fluff. It's like, hey, here's 15 minutes of news and then four and a half hours of fluff. Hoda is a very serious journalist. If I hear about Hoda's boost. Hoda's boost. Oh, no. No. She's like, here's a puppy licking a soldier. Oh, wow. And then we're like, yay. Here's how. Who also surprised his family. Yeah. Yeah, the guy surprises It's always family. somebody surprises That's a family. lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. I just want to come home. You can't just come home. No, then you're a jerk <laughs> if you just come home. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Support our troops by letting them just go home. What's wrong no, with you people? I'm going to cram them in a box and make them wait for three hours so they can scare their four-year-old. <laughs> terrify their four-year-old, who probably won't even notice. I know, that's like, what I was going to say. Like, when they yeah, anytime we should oh. do that stuff with little kids, they're just like, what? They're like, what are you doing, mom? You're weird. What? Okay. And then they leave. Anyway, today cafe was delicious. Oh, yeah. That's and when the coffee was very good. I Ooh, was good shocked at how good the coffee was because a theme on these trips is often like the coffee's gross. <laughs> Go stand in that three mile long line at Starbucks because the coffee yeah. everywhere else is gross. And it's not like we're coffee snobs, but I just make like I just want not gross coffee. Drip brew coffee and it's good. At no, home. I thought this coffee was surprisingly good. I it's was like, enough. oh, I was really surprised. You so. don't like those like miniature? You just can't make that small a quantity no, of the, coffee and get it right. I can never get those like the in room coffee makers. I can never get those right. Ever. Yeah, we couldn't attempt that. <laughs> They, now, what they make sure that every room has is like an 85-inch TV set to maximum brightness <laughs> and like 400 volume. And so that you can't screw it up, it resets itself every day. The universal <laughs> ones don't do that. I noticed that, actually. Like, I would turn the TV on and it was whatever I had left it really? on. Really? I didn't so know. It doesn't reset. It doesn't reset to like the Muzak, like Disney's does, like the Disney Muzak with like that bright blue screen. Yeah, the universal one doesn't do that. Yeah, the whole room is blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this twilight zone nightmare <laughs> i think the only ride i went on at universal studios was uh, the jimmy fallon ride which i'm honestly not the biggest fan of jimmy fallon i don't dislike him i'm not well, his you just biggest hate fan, on everybody but... you're like al roker all right you can go to heck jimmy wow. fallon and don't jimmy think... stewart what? both of you gotta get out of here i would never say such a thing about jimmy stewart that's what Play it back. That's what you said. It's not what I said. I will say the best part about the Jimmy Fallon ride is like the bursts of cold air that you get on that ride are just like 
top notch. So you're just like, I really need to air myself out with Jimmy Fallon. I'm sorry. Have you ever been to Orlando? Oh, yeah. Okay. And do you get super sweaty in Orlando? Yeah, in all and the would wrong you places. Give, would you like give a stranger your children if they would just <laughs> blast you with cold air when it's 100 degrees in Orlando? I'm not saying no. Okay. So I'm just telling you, there's a way you can get that blast of cold air without sacrificing your children. The biggest heat mistake I ever made was... Going on that Popeye's bilge ride that oh, is no. like gu- bilge guaranteed to get you as wet as if you had just jumped in a pool yourself with your clothes <laughs> I did on. not know. I didn't know. A hundred percent. We didn't know either. Don't worry. Katie does this on her last day. We will get to that. Katie made this mistake. I wasn't here to stop her. I had already left. I decided to wear jorts because I just listened to my brother-in-law. Who? My brother is an idiot. I don't know why you thought that was a good idea. I know your brother's an idiot. And so when he makes a suggestion, I'm like, I bet this will be funny. And then I do it. I mean that in the nicest way as his sister, but. You don't understand dude bros and brotherly love. This is what we do to honor each other. You wear jorts in 90 degree weather? give each other stupid ideas. And if you're like, all right, I'm going to do it. They're like, yeah. (laughs) All right. We can get our teenagers up here. They'll tell, they'll agree with me. No, let's not do that. Let's not do that. All right, so okay. where are you at now after berating Al Roker in public? So after... And nearly walking in front of the Blues Brothers car. After photos at Universal, I went back for a break. But I honestly, I don't know what Katie did that morning. So. It's a mystery. I, it is so a mystery. Julie and I was both kept getting up at 7 a.m. no matter what. It was like our bodies were like, let's go. So We've got small children. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's when... Yeah, yeah, when women hang out, they sync up. I've heard that. Wow, that's not <laughs> that at all what that means. Trip. Oh, <laughs> I was really nervous, Julia. <laughs> it's not what that means at uh, all. So yeah, so since I was awake, Epcot opened at eight that day, and that's the ticket I had. I had been wanting to visit Port Orleans for some product photos, and so I got an Uber over there, and. That was my first time trying their beignets, and I was like mind blown. I'm not really into that sort of like breakfast. Isn't that the? Isn't that the one that's like, what if the South won the war? Isn't that that resort? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, the, one that's side like of the it. I did go to the South yes. Quarter side. <laughs> oh, you went to French Quarter. Yeah, that's where I okay. was. Okay, all right. So oh, no, she okay. was at you, the she was at the sister the resort. Side. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. hers is like the the one she went to is more like the Mardi Gras kind yes. of feel yes. yeah so yeah that's not very the, different. not the plantation feel yeah what's the yeah. other different one called? vibe different vibe riverside um, it's borderline riverside and porterline's french quarter okay so she went to french Quarter, which is the smaller of however the two. Okay. i will admit the pool at riverside is really cool it's nobody's saying that it's not a beautiful hotel and that the pool's not fantastic and just problematic maybe so anyway i got the beignets and they were huge i know this is not a food podcast but i was like very surprised because usually disney's like give us twenty dollars here's a small portion and it was like i disagree i have never thought the portions well were... i'm thinking like food and wine fest like, like if anything like snack foods semi, oh, yeah, like food and wine semi-affordable fest. Okay, yeah, yeah. or not a full meal i'm like i don't know about this so they were giant, so I had leftovers, which was awesome. But that resort was actually really beautiful. I granted I live in the South and like love the colorful, like kind of New Orleans, Charleston style vibe. So it the weather was really nice. So I took a bus from there to Epcot, got there just a little bit after opening, and really just kind of 
did lots of random stuff. The very first thing I did is I got a boarding group at 7 a.m. for boarding group. Is that the right word? The um, virtual, the virtual, yeah, queue. whatever that thing. I is. mean, they do give you a <laughs> yeah. boarding group eventually, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, I don't but know. yeah, for guardians, which I had not done. And my boarding group got called right as I pulled up to Epcot. So decided to go straight there. Really cool ride. Almost passed out again. <laughs> you see, another example of I was like, oh, my God, Kate, you're going to love this ride. Which, like, with Tom, too, I was like, oh, my God, you're going to love this ride. And both of them were like, yeah, this one's not for me. <laughs> if you, like, make a U-turn, do you pass out? I No, I just... I think one, I think after I had my second kid, something turned in me because different rides bothered <laughs> me this time. I don't know what it was up. But also like, so a lot of people complain about motion sickness on this ride. I don't really struggle with that. I enjoy spins and things like that. But I think it was just sometimes I struggle with the more smooth rides because it's almost like that I'd rather be jerked around than like my stomach go up and down <laughs> a lot. So so it was a little bit tough on me, um, but very cool. That was the first thing I knocked out. And then I just really took a lap around World Showcase. What's your favorite country in World Showcase? I um, love World Showcase. I am kind of a sucker for Mexico, as many people are. I love Three Caballeros. I know that people make fun That's of that a, ride all the you time. You either love it or hate it. I ride. love it so much. I love it too. Um, I love it too. So, of course, I had to do that. Um, and honestly, I it's, it's all really foggy. I walked an insane amount of steps that day. I think I just kept taking laps around the world. Showcase. Yeah, you told me how many steps you took. And <laughs> I was like, there's 000. no way that's accurate. I was like, that's not right. So it was over 40,000. Yeah, it was like 40,000 steps. <laughs> I was like, that's there's no way. And then we were checking because you were like, well, it's my phone doing it. So that we were comparing the day that we were together the entire day. And your phone was like almost exactly what my watch was. So I was like, I guess it is accurate. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Awful. Those Epcot World Showcase days, those are the days I've gotten the most steps. I think my max is like 26,000, though. Well, oh, imagine, the kids slowing us down. Yeah, the kids do. It's rough down. with the World Showcase being so big, but then now with all the construction at the front of the park, nothing's like quick to get to. So it's a big pain. Ugh, I did yeah. a few things in Future World just for fun. One thing I got to do, because I, I mostly was documenting things more than experiencing them, but I did get into the line for Anna and Elsa to meet them. And it was a, down to a posted 40-minute wait, which was like, I mean, it was 90 minutes most of the day. So I hopped in line for that. It only ended up being like 20 minutes and I got to FaceTime my daughter. So that was really fun. And that queue is really cute. So I'm glad I got to do that. And that was around like 2 p.m. when a few people I overheard some people talking about, like, I wonder how the crowds will change when 2 p.m. becomes when people can park hop. So people will be leaving Epcot. Did you so notice coming. a difference? Because I, this was a party night. So people at Magic yeah, Kingdom might be hopping over. Did you yeah. notice a difference after mm -hmm. two? I think, I feel like there was kind of like a dip there for like a second, you know, in that awkward one thirty to two o'clock range where people not, nobody can get in, but people are trying to leave. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that that it wasn't a huge, I kind of wanted it to be a big difference because I wanted to get on Frozen Ever After, but that thing never dropped down. What rides did you end up doing? Three Caballeros, Spaceship Earth, Guardians, Soren. I I really skipped all the kind of like big ones. Yeah, I didn't do a ton of rides. And then I guess on and Elsa was the only traditional meet. I may have like popped by some other characters. But Julie met me back up around, when was that? Like 
four, three thirty. It was like yeah, three it was four. before, you, Sometime before between the three party, and four. party officially started. And so, how long had you been apart? All day. We didn't do anything together at all before. I did a full day. I did. The, I do this every trip where I get there at opening. I'm like, I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's so. funny. I cuz I was like I need to go back to the hotel and rest and I didn't fall asleep but I was just kind of chilling in bed. I don't know how you kept going because we hung out for a little bit, like just a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. We hung out at Epcot where just and we it was just like walking the world showcase. We didn't yeah. really have we weren't like doing anything. We were just walking the world showcase. Then we took the Skyliner over to Art of Animation because Katie's- Katie, what do you think of the Skyliner? Oh, I love the Skyliner. It's my favorite attraction at Disney. I would just like spend all day on there if I could. So it's polarizing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I don't think it is anymore, though. I think before I think those are people opened, who just hadn't, had not done it. Exactly. Yeah. Before it opened, people were like, oh, I would never. It's yeah. so It'll crash. Convenient. It's like. It'll crash. They use. But they're totally fine with a roller coaster. <laughs> I know. Yes. That's brilliant. Maybe I'm the ironic one because I'll tell people I love Skyliners, but I don't like heights. <laughs> Like um... I don't really like heights either, <laughs> but like they use gun. Like we were in Colorado last summer, and we went up a mountain in a gun. Like to the point the where identi- I thought my yeah, head was... was going to explode. But it was like the identical. It, model. Yeah, it was clearly like made by the same company, the gondola that we were in. Oh, yeah, man. it was identical. And but... on those, they don't have like some guy ushering you on and off. It's just like there's Good someone luck. barely paying attention because <laughs> yeah. they're used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't have really a wait for it, so we hopped over to Art of Animation, and then I did forget something I did in Epcot that was really fun. This is, like, fun in a adult mom way, but, like, I just ate at Spice Road Table by myself. I, I what never... was it called? Spice Road Table. What's it's, that? You have um, eaten there. It's like a, have... kind of like a lounge-style place in Morocco, like, not quite table service, not quite quick service. Oh, we did eat there. By the yeah. water. And so, I mean, I caught them when they had just There opened. is table service. There is a okay. table service. Yeah. Um, so version. I caught them right as they were opening and literally nobody was there. And I was like, well, can I Nobody's just eat ever here? At that Which restaurant. is Well, yeah, and it's, it's funny because I always count on the fact that, like, I'm just not going to get a table service situation unless I make a reservation. So that was really pleasant. It was beautiful outside. Got to take my time. It's kind of fun when you to go on vacation and eat by yourself as an adult. I know. Listen, that is my that. love language. I yeah. am here for it. <laughs> it is nice. It's a beautiful I agree. thing. I'm also all for it. It has yes. to be a nice meal, though. That's the difference. Yes, it, like, that's, it's really depressing. This doesn't work at Subway. Well, and I yeah. think part of it is like... I like Subway, but it doesn't work. <laughs> the three of us are parents, and so we're yeah. used to like, all right, you know, I really want to do this, but... I've got kids that I have to think about. Mm-hmm. And so chicken tenders it is. And so yeah, it's nice to like not have to ask anybody and just eat what you want to eat when you want to eat it. At your pace. Yes. Great. You know what I thought was funny? Because I, at the parks, always forget to eat. And yeah. Katie was texting me like, <laughs> when I was like, oh, I have, it's, oh, well, it's 3 p.m. and I haven't eaten. She's like, will you sit down and eat something already? <laughs> I went back and looked at your photos later and I was like, Wow, she ate a lot of food, and like you really didn't eat a lot of food. That's you ate you like a normal amount of food. Of it's because trips. I ate so like, little when did food. You eat all that food. I'm like, I just document everything I eat and I spread it out as much as I yes. Can. It was like over four days, but it's. I was like, wow, like look at her. She actually ate normal meals. <laughs> What's that like? Oh, I did man. not because after Art of Animation, so we took photos because mm-hmm. you make these really adorable shirts. 
which have like the the theming of the different hotels and stuff. So we were taking art of animation. Hey, wait, shirts, where can we get those shirts? Photos. I will uh, put a link in the show notes. Yeah, where we can like, get it's those not shirts. cute to say out loud. Because <laughs> I have a few of them and they are adorable. But anyway, so after we took those photos, I went off to the other Christmas party, the second Christmas party, which ended up being me not eating dinner, instead eating a bunch of <laughs> soft cookies that I didn't even really like want Research. to eat and then Ooh. and then eating i was like oh i have to try this milkshake because that's one of the treats so it was like me eating more of the treats and not eating dinner and i thought i was going to die i was like this was a mistake I'm cool, but I'm also what empty. have i done when you eat a bunch of garbage the the natural reaction is like i have to offset the garbage with yes. the real I was meal like yeah yes. i was like i don't and know really what to do the answer is drink water i so yeah, i was drinking a lot of water because katie's like you know the the crazy water lady who's always like are you drinking enough water julie julie was making sure i wasn't like abducted she'd be like are you safe and i'd be like have you drinking water (laughs) drinking drinking whatever it's called (laughs) just keeping each other alive yes i just when i'm on vacation i'm like if i don't drink i'll be crazy like water that is well, um, I drink milkshakes yes. and then ate cookies. Sort of like yeah, a liquid. I'm sure like an idiot. In a milkshake. I hope not. I hope there's not water in a milkshake. There's some. I hope it's milk right. and not water. Love it. Yeah. So I wanted to die. Get yourself really phlegmy. And then, yes. And then I'm walking around and I could like smell real food, but I wasn't hungry. But I was like, I don't know, maybe I should eat something. And then by the end, I was just like ready to hurl. But I did have a really good night otherwise besides that oh what else did you do besides like thinking about her like <laughs> questioning your life decisions well after i downed a giant milkshake Ugh, i man, did you get real phlegmy uh, stop saying phlegmy phlegmy. <laughs> i don't want to hear the word phlegmy anymore Flemmy. so i got the rest of the magic shots and then i was like you know i want to i want to test something so the first night we skipped the first parade because I know the first parade's always busier. I was like, let's wait till the second parade. But I know that's not an option for a lot of people. So I was like, I want to see if I can do a last minute walk up on the first parade. So I was walking down Main Street trying to figure out like, what's the best place? Like, what's a good spot to be in? We're like, if I want to take photos, they don't look like, you know, there's not like a garbage can right there. And you know, it's a nice spot to be, something comfortable, something a family could walk up to. And I settled on right by the park entrance in front of Town Square Theater. And that's the 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 parade does like a circle there and then it ends. That's like the end of the parade is right over there. It ended up being the best spot to sit, like for a last minute walk up. I could not believe it. I walked up there and there was nobody there for the first parade. And it was about time for the parade to start. Yeah, because the Kringle crew came out again and they (laughs) were like, you know, gyrating in front of me again. (laughs) But this time there was Snope. Now, the Snope wasn't over where I was, but like I could see the snow. And so I was like, all right, immediately this is different. And people were far more into it. But anyway, so while they were gyrating, I was like, well, this isn't my thing. And so I was right at Town Square Theater, which is where Mickey meets and there was no no wait for Mickey. Zero minute was like walk right in, which I couldn't believe. I was like, really? There's no wait to meet Mickey? 
in like his Christmas tuxedo. That seems to be your character strategy is like if you stumble upon a character with no weight, just take it. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Yeah. If there's no weight, just do it. So I was I like, show up and I'm like, look, if no one else is interested, then neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey must not be cool anymore. I, I really didn't know what to, to think about this. So I went and met Mickey and then I came back out and the Kringle crew was just finishing up. But I managed to get the exact same spot. Like nobody took my spot. Like there was still plenty of opening, which I could not Kringle believe. Crew. I think that's what they're called. Kringle um, crew. <laughs> that's basically what they were. Now just add some gyrating and you got it. Nailed it. But like Main Street was packed, but being over by the front of the park, not nearly as busy, not nearly as busy. Oh, and I will say I was trying to meet Aladdin and Abu right before the parade. If you want to meet characters, you can't do most of them during the parade because Disney keeps it consistent. Like if a character is featured in the parade, they can't be meeting you and like taking pictures. I have not ever thought about that. Yeah. That makes so, so much So I was hoping that I had gotten in line in time, but I didn't. I was like, they were telling people like, oh, they got to get going to the parade. So just something to keep in mind. But I was able to meet Mickey, which was kind of a surprise. I don't know. Since he is technically the oh. first float, but we're not going to think too hard about that one. <laughs> I think it's because he's in town squares, like you can't really see him Mm -hmm. where the other characters are out and about. Anyway, but yeah, I was able to get amazing photos of the parade, a great spot right up in the curb. So I would definitely recommend it. And on top of that, when the parade ended, Jack Skellington also meets in town square theater. I got up as soon as the parade ended, walked right in to meet Jack Skellington. The Jack Skellington meet can sometimes be like two, two and a half hours to meet Jack. Tell us about meeting Jack Skelly for the first time. So this is actually my second time meeting Jack Skellington. I'll have you know, sir. Why? What happened the first time? I was really weird and awkward. I have a photo. Is that different? You know, like usual? that. You Don't know you love me of evidence of how weird it was? You're like, of how oh, awkward I, I am? It was just me. And you're like, oh, no. no then great. I saw the photo and I was like. That's exactly how I felt, like the way that photo looks. You know that emoji, the one where it's like the guy's grimacing and it's all teeth? He's like, oh, I that, that was constantly. me. Yeah. That was me. Anyway, so getting up. So when I, I kept looking back because I was curious and Jack Skellington was posted at 60 minutes throughout most of the parade. At the very end, it dropped down to 45. And I was like, well, I'm going to get in line. Let's see. It was like 30 minutes maybe to meet Jack Skellington. So being right there in that spot not only was able to walk up last minute to the first parade i was also able to get a great spot with like the christmas tree as the backdrop for all of my photos and i was able to just walk up and meet get in line to meet jack skellington at the shortest wait that i had seen the entire night so it was phenomenal and talk about amazing actors i mean friends excuse me friends of jack skellington This Jack Skellington was just like 10 of 10. He was so, so good. The person playing Jack. Why? What did he do? He like he came. I can't even describe it. Like he came walking over like just like the giant footstep, you know, like Jack. Yeah. Like like the huge. Okay, I'm glad you. Yes. Yes. The huge stride. I mean, like he the whole thing, his voice, everything about it. I mean, just perfection. 
And Sally was there too. And she's very sweet with like the really long eyelashes that she bats at you. <laughs> and I was like trying to think of stuff to say so I wouldn't have a repeat. And of, then you just yelled, I like movie, right? Of 2019. <laughs> no, I did okay this time. Because he was, I don't even remember what he said, but he said something. I like your beard. <laughs> Jack Skellington doesn't have a beard. Was he not in the co- the Santa costume? Oh, I guess he, yeah, he does have a Sandy Claus beard. You're yes, right. You're you. right. He I said, like your beard. He said something about the decapitated mouse on my shirt because I had like a Minnie Mouse Christmas sweater on. It's just her head. Ah, yes. And he, so, he like weird. Yeah, yes, he misunderstands Christmas. So I said something about like rodents being an appropriate gift or so. We had like an exchange oh, that didn't wow. feel like as awkward as I normally they am. They really need to make, Disney could make bank off of like character meet and greet, like conversation cards. You just like pull one out oh, so you don't look like I an insane person. Money. Because I just am so, so awkward. I'm so awkward. So I was like, okay, all right. This I just smile and nod. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, hi. (laughs) I like it. I like you. Yeah, no, they they were really like one of the best character interactions I've ever like. I and they spend some time with you, like they know that you've waited in line for a while, mm-hmm. so they try and spend some time with you. Which I was just like, take my picture so I can run away. Like I didn't make an ass of myself. Please let me leave now while I'm ahead. And so I ran away, and then I was like, <laughs> yes, that was me. So then I'm like, all right. Let's see who else I can meet. And so my second choice for characters was Moana because she's probably the character I am asked about the most. And you can't meet her anywhere else. She's only ever at the parties. So I went over. Moana was meeting in the Tiki Room. Fireworks were just starting. And let me tell you, fireworks are the best time to meet characters. I walked in. There was one person in front of me for Moana. And I just walked up and met her. And again, we had, yes, in the tiki room. And we had a whole conversation about hey, hey, which again, I was like, don't be weird, don't be weird, don't be weird, don't be weird, don't be weird. And she did. Like you as a grown woman with this college student. Yeah, that's what, that to me was the funniest part because I would have just taken the photo and then run away. But she started being like, hey, have you seen hey hey like doing your whole thing and so i was like oh we're doing this okay (laughs) all right and so i was trying to play along and i was like oh maybe hey hey's watching the fireworks and she's like fireworks required to like join an improv troupe before you go oh man (laughs) i like the villain characters i like they show up they abuse you yeah they're they're doing improv they're they're not cheesy oh the characters that are like you know, meeting princesses, I just... It's hard. It, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Again, I did okay. It's just I, too weird. I think I did okay because Moana, of course... Like, I'm a 39-year-old man. If I were like... <laughs> if you're like, like I'm going to Ariel, it's just a, the, it's immediately creepy. A little bit. Mary Poppins so Mo- has a similar vibe to the villains in that she like... Oh, yeah. No, talk oh, she Mary you. Poppins. I love her. I have not met Mary Poppins in a while. You know, Ms. I really... Poppins, you're the best. I her. really wish if Mary Poppins and Bert had been meeting this year, I would they have stood in line parade, for that. But yeah, I don't think. Yeah, they weren't in the. And so when we went in 2019 to the Christmas party, they were meeting. And that was my biggest regret was that I didn't get in that line. I love Bert. He's one of my favorite characters. And they were not meeting this year. So that was a real bummer. Next um, year. 
maybe next year. Yeah. But Mary Poppins is still to this day. It's been years since I've met her, but I remember taking my kids and she was like full on lecturing my boys. And it was one of, I was standing there like, (laughs) just like laughing as they're just like, oh, so what other, did you meet Mary Poppins? No, Mary Poppins wasn't meeting this year. So who did you meet? I met Moana. All right. Moana. And Jack Skelly's. And Jack Skelly's. And Mickey in a and tuxedo. Mickey. And Mickey Mouse in his Christmas tuxedo. But also he was at a parade. Yeah. Yes. And we're Don't concerned think about, about it too hard. A little bit. They're not Who's checking the for real? continuity. Who's the real Mickey Mouse? Oh, it's an imposter. That's how I we explain the continuity error. I was going to hop in line to meet Aladdin and Abu. That was high in my priority list, except Aladdin and Abu switches out with Jasmine and Jeannie. And by the time I left Moana, it was Jasmine and Jeannie. And I was like, I don't want Jasmine and Jeannie. I want Aladdin and Abu because my baby loves monkeys. So how, how do they depict Abu? <laughs> That's so weirdly, Abu is, is like so the weird. same size as Aladdin. Okay. <laughs> but he's adorable so and I wanted a photo with him, but I wasn't, I didn't want to wait until they swapped now, out. So does he make monkey noises? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Yeah. We got two points against Abu here. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of sweets, a lot of photos, a lot of characters. I had a ton of fun. Did you do any rides? So much fun. I did not do any rides this time. No. I think you're doing theme parks wrong. (laughs) So, I mean, really, it just depends on your priorities, I think. You know, like the night before we did rides. And then on this particular night, characters were more important to me. So it's you. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, you have to decide what your priorities are. You could do like a character. You couldn't squeeze Haunted Mansion in there? I could have. But okay, so while while I was walking around, I kid you not, I was walking around and I'm pretty sure this was when I found out that Aladdin had to go to be in the parade. And so I was in Adventureland and I wanted to make my my way to the other side of Main Street. So I had to cross the street, but I knew I was like, the parade's gonna be starting soon. They're gonna close off the roads. I won't be able to cross the street. So I was hauling butt, right? Walking as fast as I could. Kurt then texts me. He texts me, sends me a video because we share locations with each other. And he's like, look how fast you're moving. And you can see like the little, it says like J-E, it's my initials. And I'm like moving at like record speed through Magic Kingdom. Like you can see me moving. And I was like, yeah, I'm going. We text during these trips and I know where where you're at, what you're up to. But I'm like, I wonder where she is. For power walking. Yeah, in, yeah. In Find My, you could see where she is in the park, and so I'm like, "Oh, I wonder where she's at." And I open it, and I and I knew right away when I she's saw on it, the move. I was like, "Oh, I bet she's heading toward Haunted Mansion." And then I'm like, "Wait, she's really moving." <laughs> I was like, "Is she like in a go kart? Like, did they? Is, did she get in like a stroller? How is she doing this?" And then, like, she just went around the I corner would love to see it from that view. I really did. I probably still have the video. Oh, I'll I'm send sure it we can. Oh, please video. do. That's incredible. I just didn't want because okay, so jogging. <laughs> I was in Adventureland and I wanted to be on Main Street, but on the Tomorrowland side. So I had to cross over Main Street, but I knew the parade was going to start any second. And once the parade starts, they rope off the road so that you can't cross. So I was trying to move as fast, like the Kringle crew was already out there doing their thing. (laughs) So I was like trying to cross as fast as I could. So that's when I made my way across 
Main Street, then all the way down to the entrance. Did you see the Kringle Crew, though? I did. I watched the Kringle Crew. Again? It was a little weird, which is why I met Kringle Mickey. Crew. It was a little weird, so I went to meet Mickey. Oh, and then man. I came back out because they were done. I was like, are they gone yet? Okay. Oh, Do you amazing. ever leave this park after doing no rides? I did leave. Gosh, because Katie and did I met up. Did you get the Kringle Crew's number? I did not. Did you give them yours? <laughs> Maybe. Don't worry about it. I see. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Gosh, again, it was probably close to midnight when I left. Like, it was a little bit before the party ended. So I had to take a bus to meet Katie at Riviera because that's where she was. (laughs) And I complained about it a lot. I get text messages. What I I do. I knew you were annoyed. I was like, (laughs) I have to take a bus. I was really mad that I had to take a bus. So, oh. so we, yeah, we met up at Riviera. Oh, and so then the whole, like, I had a milkshake for dinner came back to bite me because <laughs> we were texting and I was like, I'm hungry, but like, I also want to die from this milkshake and I don't know what to do. So we were like, just, she was like, can we order something? I'm like, oh no, it's closed. I think pizza's our only option. So we were like trying to figure out what to do. So we got back to the hotel. It was like moments before midnight because the pizza closes at midnight. And so I was able to call and place an order. They have a pizza which, button. I they have a pizza button on the phone. Yeah. I love that. I need that on the It was phone. like 1 a.m. and we had pizza delivered. And I'm trying to like tip the guy in the receipt. And I was like, I can't do math at 1 a.m. Well, so when hopefully you call, he got the correct tip. When like when you called, they were like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, just give me my goddamn pizza. Uh, ma'am, have you been enhancing your trip? With milkshakes, only Ew. with milkshakes. But oh, milkshakes we and pizza. Down that pizza, we were like, "Man, pizzas never tasted uh, so good." <laughs> yeah, I was. Food. <laughs> I was thrilled that I ordered that pizza because I was. We're very, not winning awards for nutrition with this day. No, no, really, I <laughs> was not. World, man. But yeah, so you know, some one a.m. pizza. All right, so then I passed out because that's the healthy yeah. way to live is to eat half a pizza and then go to sleep Listen, at one thirty. I sleep in the morning amazing after that, a good savory that, meal. That room yeah. glowing blue from the TV. <laughs> no, no, we were at Universal. Our oh, rooms different. don't glow blue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we've we've been at this nonsense for three days. Are, ladies, are we doing a fourth day of this? So the next day, I'm going home. This is really where Katie has some excitement. Oh, oh, we got up and went to Islands of Adventure, but I had to leave for the airport. Islands of Adventure is not your home. No, no. But I knew I was like, I have like an hour here, Max. So we're like, we'll get up and go. But in our our plan was to do Hagrid's best ride in Orlando, but it was down. So instead, we just like we walked around. We got butterbeer because I was like, we should do this now because oh, this I line will be a mile long. I regretted not getting another one on my way out, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I wish yeah. that I had stopped for a second one. So I, like, we were I drank butter a butterbeer. I was like, are we having a repeat of last night? Is your stomach going to be crazy? <laughs> <laughs> one butterbeer, like, I was okay. It good. wasn't a milkshake. It's a little bit um, so tamer. Instead, we got a butterbeer and did Flight of Hippogriff, which mm-hmm. is a, like a kiddie coaster. It's like 30 <laughs> seconds long. and But that line gets Katie, to be... Kitty passed out and her heart stopped. She it's, had to what, be resuscitated. <laughs> she survived, but... Kennedy and I have about the same tolerance for theme park activity, I've learned. Anytime uh-huh. she's like, Kennedy would do this, I'm like, so would I. <laughs> yeah, I did have to sit when she was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, all right, Kennedy would do this one. She was like, okay, okay. 
I can tell you were nervous though, because we were like crammed in the. Because again, kitty coaster, so we're like two adults crammed in these little seats. Can we please peer pressure her into Velocicoaster? Oh my god, I would love to. I would. Oh man. (laughs) Then you really will pass out. I no. I I would. I I cannot tell you how close I came to it on Space Mountain and. Uh, Space Mountain took me a few years to warm up to be like, I can do this and I actually enjoy it. So, you know, what's interesting when we were in the line for Flight of the Hippogriff, which is that line is always like an hour long for this baby coaster. I don't get it. I don't get it. But we got in line when it was short. But clearly the line had grown and we were like the next car to go. And the guy starts shouting like, from now on, we're going to be doing two express cars and one standby queue. So they were doing like two full because it's like one one ride vehicle goes around and that's mm-hmm. it because it's like a 30 second ride. So it's not like <laughs> multiple ride vehicles are going. So that's a big part. So they're like, we're going to be doing two rounds of express, just only people with it who paid for express pass and then one round of standby queue. So I was like, I'm glad we got in line now because yeah. this ride is not worth what will soon be a two hour wait. <laughs> not at all. No, no thank so, you. Yeah, after that, we walked around Seuss Landing and did the Carousel cell. And then I had to go to the airport, which was a little tight because <laughs> security was long, but I made it. I was fine. I went home. Katie had more adventures. Oh, though, gosh. Yes, I did. I... Did you? All right. So, what, like, what crate did you do? Incredible Hulk coaster and have oh, a gosh. religious experience? No, what happened? No, I don't think you. I remember Julie was like, well, do you want to do anything together? Like, maybe like the Jurassic Park ride? And I was like, well, what's that like? And she's like, that you know, awesome. like, she was like, I was like, is it like Splash Mountain Tall? And she was like, yes. And I said, yeah, yeah I'm probably not going to do it. And she it's said, otherwise you're not going to do a lot here. <laughs> yeah, that is what I said. I was like, you're probably not going to be able to do a lot. And I was like, that's fine. Honestly, though, that's I it was nice to learn that I was right about that, that Universal is definitely more geared towards thrill seekers because people say studios. Like, I think is more your your speed because the screens don't bother you. Yeah. And there's a lot more of that at studios. Whereas well, the islands make me blow chunks. Yeah. Like yeah, you have the opposite where studios is harder for you, but islands is more roller coasters. Yeah, yeah simulated motion. My yeah. brain's automatic reaction is. Yeah, I've when you poisoned. told me you couldn't do Jurassic Park, I was like, oh no, like you're not gonna be able to do a whole but lot. It's fine, because I still filled up my day and still missed my flight. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no. Oh I can't think about it. It's like I'm trying to make it funny. It's still not funny. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, for real. Who, honest to God, who misses a flight? I've Everyone never done this in my life. by Magical Express. Oh, is that what did this? You're like, all right. How will I miss this flight? Hmm, I have so many <laughs> options. Oh, God, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was going to say that something I did while Julie was at the party is I went to Disney Springs and did a bit of the Christmas tree trail. What is that? So it's where they put up Christmas trees throughout Disney Springs. I think like 20 of them. And they're themed after different movies. My favorite was when you told me about the Disney Plus (laughs) tree. I was like, okay, Disney, calm down. Um, (laughs) They had some kind of tacky marketing Yeah, that is some tacky promotion (laughs) right there. Anyway, so, but something that I learned is that they don't really label them. Like you have to go, it's like a scavenger hunt. And then if you fill out your scavenger hunt map, you can get all these discounts, which I love a discount. I did not fill out the map, but that was cool to learn. (laughs) So do you really love a discount? (laughs) I know. I didn't learn about the discount until I was done. So, (laughs) but it was fun to kind of 
that was also my first time I've ever done like all of Disney Springs in one loop and kind of like got the the lay of the land because it's so confusing to me the way it's laid out but i learned I've some things love disney springs i've been many times and i could not for the life of me draw it on a map absolutely not. I'd, it'd be like there's some aqua taxis <laughs> over here on one end and a fountain that warns you to not use it if you have diarrhea over here <laughs> That's not I remember a joke every time either. i'm walking around i'm like oh rainforest cafe i forgot about that and then i like have to reorient myself so anyway Hop back over to Epcot for Harmonious. So pretty simple night. And then met Julie at Riviera. But so the next morning, yeah, Julie and I started at Islands of Adventure together for like an hour. And then really from there, I did all of Seuss Landing, which I had a blast with. Again, I'm basically a child. So that was <laughs> I love really Seuss fun. Landing too. It's yeah, so, I would have just kept it to it's myself. It's just so cute. <laughs> I've been like, I went and took a nap in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I... Again, not a food podcast, but I love talking about food. I tried the green eggs and ham. Why do you cart. think we're not interested in food here? You know, I love when Julie other people talk about it. Trips. I know because because I don't eat, I rely on other people who can eat normally. I, here's the thing: on I these trips to eat, I I get very excited about it. I have wanted to try the green eggs and ham. Yeah, or the not green eggs and ham. The who hash? I'm sorry, the yes. who hash. At the Green Eggs and Ham stand mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. I saw called. a few people with it. So, I mean, I kept comparing it to Woody's Lunchbox because it's like tater tot, like eccentric. Oh, I like Woody's Lunchbox. Yeah, yeah me too. It, it, it was too. a very similar vibe. I will say the wait was horrible. Like they only had one cashier open for a long time. So, so from what I yeah. understand, that one is often closed. Okay, So I'm guessing like Weird. when it's open, people like well, run. Well, are they serving like hot ham eggs? Okay, <laughs> so they did... I almost got the green eggs and ham tots, but I was like, I don't know if I can eat a green egg right now. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like it may not go. Well. I make my children green eggs and ham. I know that I will a, I mean, often I did do it that. As a kid, but I was like, it's a little early in the morning to eat a food that's not its natural color. But, <laughs> uh, but it did sound good, and but I did. I got. I ended up getting the carne asada tots, which was like very glamorous and really good. And then I hopped back over to. Hogsmeade I was able to walk on to Forbidden Journey because single rider line was just walk on and what house did you get sorted into she's a Hufflepuff you're a, uh, for I, sure I'm a Hufflepuff, I mean I knew yeah. but yeah I, I was gonna say we had this we had house. this conversation when we were there she's a yes. Hufflepuff yeah. I was yeah. Slytherin naturally that's yes I was like okay that adds up um, <laughs> so. she's like oh no we know we know <laughs> Doesn't take much sorting. So yeah. that was, Man, that was really... a sorting hat burn. <laughs> sorting hat burn. Yeah. You know what? So I was able to hop onto that. This is also my first time experiencing the locker situation. I had known about it, but I didn't really like get it. So thankfully, it was a I just big had... part of why you I didn't, didn't do rides. lockers. Well, because you have to put everything. Yeah. I've hey, learned... All right. Explain it to me. So I. I had never, I had only been to Universal once and it was with my daughter who was two months old. So I didn't really ride anything. Anyway, she so goes in the locker. <laughs> yeah, I know that would have been handy. So that doesn't seem right. The locker situation, it was a lot simpler than I expected it to be. The only thing that was a bummer is that when I did it for Hagrid's later, like there was a line for it. So it was like another line. But essentially, you know, I think. I'm all about anything that's free. So essentially you just scan your park ticket. It gives you an empty locker uh, locker, and it says, hey, if you come get this right after your ride, we won't charge you. 
So for me, it wasn't a big deal because I didn't have like a lot of stuff. But so I was, I was. I find them a little frantic. Yeah. And they're a little yeah. small. Like they'd be fine for yeah, me. Yeah, I did have to like pull some things out and like flatten my bag. <laughs> and I was like, my bag's small. Yeah, I had so, the big like, camera watching... and that was the thing that stopped. Yeah. Like I did Velocicoaster and trying to like very carefully get the camera yeah. there because it well, was Well, just watching you tight. stuff a lounge fly bag in one of yeah, those you gives have me to, anxiety. You have to yeah. smush the lounge flies, which I don't want to do I, to an $80 bag. Yeah, that gives I you an idea of the size. Ones, but I think all the larger ones were paid only. And I was like, oh. Yeah, larger are paid only. <laughs> so, all right, yeah. So I think that's something to be aware of. So what did you think of, as a, a Harry Potter fan, what do you think of the, the Harry Potter stuff? I love it. I mean, I was sad not to go to Diagon Alley. I didn't get park hopper tickets. And I know there's another word for that at Universal, but... It's um, park to park. Park to park. Park um, to park tickets. But Hogsmeade still is really awesome. I did also get to catch both the Triwizard Tournament, like the back end of that, and the Frog Choir, which are like the two small stage shows they have there. Which are just like, there's just a oh, lot I want of to niche see the frog things. Choir. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Can I just say, as a side note, since we're talking about the areas being busy, the best time to go to avoid crowds is late, like go in the evening. That's what way I've heard. fewer people there. Yeah. And I bet it would feel really cool. As at many night. Kids down. Yeah. <laughs> and it does look way cooler. I'm surprised yeah. there are fewer people. But yeah, that's been my experience. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that. Do they have the Christmas stuff up? Yes, there was Christmas stuff up. All throughout the parks, really. Happy Christmas, Harry. There we go. Yeah, and I've really only seen them during the holidays, but it blends in really naturally, and I, I associate Harry Potter with Christmas. So I, after going on Forbidden Journey, Hagrid's was down to 140 minutes, which I was like, it's probably not going to get better than that. So I just got in line for it. You, wait, you're going to do Hagrid's? And when you're in the queue for that, you very much see the ride. You're right next to it. And I know. so did you know you were going to die? She was asking me about it. And I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Because like it's, it's tamer right. rides. You don't it's not seem that to... crazy, but I wouldn't put my five-year-old on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, a Kennedy no-no ride right here's there. Here's the thing. I basically had decided I am doing this thing. And I also knew that it was like the best ride in Orlando and I love Harry Potter and I, and I knew that it wasn't like a Velocicoaster you know so I yeah, just decided it's intense but it yes. is when it's, you asked me about it I remember I was like do you want me to spoil it for you and you said yes so I did I was like yes. here's what happens so you're prepared did that yeah. help that really wasn't what was tricky for me so first of all <laughs> something to note for people who aren't aware and I know Julie knows this, but like the posted times in Universal are accurate. Often at Disney, you'll be like, it's at 40 and it was 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're yeah. like, it's 140 minutes. You're right. You can it's pay 140 $10, minutes. Yeah. You know, if, if it's not or whatever. So anyway, um, so it was a solid two hour way. I will also note that this is from a easily sunburned girl. And the first half of that is outside. The second half is inside. Your um, so challenge. first half sucks if you <laughs> struggle with heat strokes or sunburning. The second half sucks if you struggle with claustrophobia. I happen to struggle with both. So I just stayed on my phone. <laughs> so it was a um, real fun two hours for yeah. you. Thankfully, the ceilings are high, but I, I was oh, behind. This, it gave I you was claustrophobia? Kind of towards the end. I think oh, just like. It's tight. like narrow and it snakes. Yeah, I think I didn't really look much. Like the less I can take, like I can't do caves and stuff. So anything that like I don't feel like there's breathing room. And also when I literally cannot see an exit, that's 
stressful on many levels. So anyway, I will say they always encourage at Universal, like, do not bring your phone on this ride, which I, I guess Velocicoaster is the one that you literally can't do that on. But yeah, the, they don't want it to the bigger roller coasters. With, yeah, they they send yeah. you through. Um, I was a in line with a party who was like, yeah, we left our phones back there because they told us to. So for two hours, they just were like trying to oh, keep no. small talk. Did they have a moment of introspection? <laughs> <laughs> they had was, to talk to each other. Yeah. Gross. I mean, Jesus. for two hours, that's kind of rough. Yeah, um, on Hagrid's, you can, I mean, you can have your phone in your pocket. You yeah, just, exactly, They don't want you to exactly. have it out. So anyway, what I thought about Hagrid's, I did, I got pretty panicky <laughs> leading up to it. The way I describe it is like a lot of people have compared it to Rise of the Resistance for like storytelling and like, yeah, totally. But that thing is fast, like scary fast <laughs> to me. And it's inconsistent too. Like it's slow. I like that you added to me. It's not I mean, just, slow. Just to me, for sure. It's that. not slow. It's medium fast. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with medium fast. I did, it's not slow. No, I did it's tell not Julie, slow. like, I do enjoy things that vary in speed so I can, like, get a breather. So it did vary, which was that can be jarring and annoying. But for me, it was good to, like, catch my breath. There, I will say, literally only two times do I remember seeing anything <laughs> because I was so scared. Oh, that's, and that's a shame because there's a lot <laughs> know, to see. Like, uh, my favorite part is you see Ron's car, the flying yes, car. I, I like oh, and that's my favorite. And then, the Ford Anglia. Is that what it's called? It's a Ford England. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, um, there you see a wizard. You see creatures. There's all sorts of fun stuff. That's too bad. I know. I'm that's what I was so bummed about. Now, wouldn't being able to see Wait, important help? question here. Do you were you in the, the sidecar or okay. the motorcycle? Julie talked me through it. So I think what I had realized about both space and guardians, I was like, what is going on with me? Is that like their lap bar rides. So like everything up here is like, woo, Lucy goosey. And She's I don't like that. Like, that the top half of her body is. <laughs> I, we have like video on and she did quite the movement yes. there when demonstrating just, what the top half of her body is like. On these rides. <laughs> I go, just want go. for the audience to know it was quite amusing. Continue. I just like to grip, like, that's how I get stressed out is like by gripping things or like putting pressure somewhere. So like, for example, Forbidden Journey, that's a whole different category. Right? I love that there's a harness that I can hold on that, you know, that kind of thing. You want the shoulder harness, not so the lap harness. You're claustrophobic, yes. but like the full race harness does not bother you because those yeah, are kind of weird. I know. You know. I know. Yes. I get a little edgy with those. I'm with you. When I yes. do Passage. Mission Space, no, not Flight of Passage, I'm fine. Mission Space that harness is so tight. You got to talk yourself through it. I do. In my yep. mind, I will I will freak out if I don't. Like, I have to be like, take a moment, take a moment. Now, mission space, I think I would be the same way in that, like, in a tight space. If it's open, I don't it's mind it. the much. tight space mm -hmm. and that harness that you cannot move. I don't like it. That, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of the, I need. Yeah. It's just been interesting for me to learn like all the different ways you can be freaked out by rides, you know, and like kind of like that funny. Yeah. Learn triggers. Everybody's different. Um, yeah. Well, and you're talking about essentially a lot of not disabilities, but like things that would otherwise require accessibility needs. And you're aware of it in the parks give you a, a really safe way to expose yourself to it potentially you could make it fun because you're associating it to these things that you love. That's such a positive way to think about that. 
Yeah, like if I know, you know, <laughs> I have motion sickness. And so if I blow chunks at Star Tours, they'll be very polite about it. Uh-huh. As they mop up. So the next they'll, guest can ride. Do, yeah, the guy with the mop will like make a he'll Mickey like, out of my barf. Oh. <laughs> anyway, don't you have more questions? All oh, that to gosh. say, me gripping the bike was I when Julie was like, okay, the sidecar may appear tamer, but if you want to hold something, the bike may be for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that was the sure. conversation we had. I love mm-hmm. the bike. Because first I was, everybody loves mm-hmm. the bike. But first I was like, maybe you should do the sidecar. And then the moment she was like, I don't, is it a lap bar? Because lap bars. And I was like, okay, if you need to hold something, mm-hmm. the bike, because you can hold on. You can sit up yeah, if you like want, lean forward. but you can lean forward and hold the handles. So, so what time is it? What time is uh, your flight? My flight is at, oh gosh, 7.15. I finished up at uh, Islands of Adventure, like, I guess it was five is when I left Islands of Adventure. So, oh my God. And so then you I stopped know, at know, the character warehouse. So like, and I just you assumed that you stopped there way earlier. You knew the time. Well, this is the thing. Okay. So like, I knew that, that MCO was kind of rough with like tsa and stuff but the truth of the matter is i've yes i had warned I know, you in warned the morning i had never hmm. seen so few tsa agents working yeah. at mco yeah i had thought about going to the disney character warehouse i had the same experience everybody has really oh it's not great but it's fine i i was on the fence about it but it was so close to our resort and like i was like i won't spend much time there well of course that adds up to it taking longer than i expect when I finally get an Uber, they're like, it'll be here in 15 minutes and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, all that to say, I did not get to the airport to like just under an hour before my flight. At what point did you start to panic? I don't really know because the posted wait time for TSA was 45 minutes. And it was 45 minutes until your flight leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it's, it's bizarre because like, I always have that hour gap at Memphis, Nashville and, and, I mean, like, sure, TSA, whatever. But I've never not waited, like, 30 minutes by my gate. You know, like, I've never even, like, had to hurry. So I freaked out the entire queue going up to the TSA thing. So just a, obviously, this does not help you now. And yes. we discussed this later on. But if anybody is rushing up to security and it's super long and you have a flight leaving, you tell somebody, yes. an employee, and they will move yes. you up to get you onto Which your flight is I, you know, I was Which a little late do. in the game on that. <laughs> Julie was like coaching me via text. She's like, you just need to say something. So by the time I said something, it, it made a difference, but unfortunately not enough, obviously, because I had not factored in like, okay, this, this line is insane. And then I actually have to go through security and then I have to get on that daggum monorail thing. And then I have to find <laughs> it's my word. Julie learned. And then I have to find the gate and, I, my flight home was with Frontier and I feel like Christy Woody is out there saying, told you, because I, I know it's not their fault that I was there late, but they are a cheap airline. And that when I told them like, Hey, is it gone? Which to be honest, I don't actually know that it was gone. It was like the time of my flight. Like, so my sister missed her flight to my bachelorette mm -hmm. party 
ticket that I paid for, too. I paid for her flight and she missed it. And she called me crying and she's like, I can see the airplane. It's right there. So I can tell you, I know for a fact, once they close the doors, they do not. They're not allowed to open them. It's federal law. Yeah. Yeah. So they cannot open. So even if your plane was still there, they could not have opened the door. So Frontier. By the way, everyone knows how this works. So like you totally messed up. Yeah, no, it, it is. Let's just make yeah, that granted, clear. And, and that's not a customer service issue. What made it the hardest was like, this really sucks. And like, Julie and I talked about this. Frontier, like, they have no, for lack of a better term, bedside manner. Yes. gone. And I was like. <laughs> I will tell you, though, no airline yeah. cares. If you miss your flight, yeah. they're like, that's on you. Like, just go back to the main terminal and book a flight. And I was like, I just went through an hour of security. No, thank you. So anyway, I had essentially a panic attack in the bathroom, but it was fine. Thankfully, there was a flight with Southwest, who I love, and I know they're my true love. I feel like it was like coming back to an old boyfriend. I was like, I'm so sorry I left you. Anyway, (laughs) it was flying out like almost two hours later. So I was like, okay, we'll do this. Well, fun fact about MCO, even the A terminal, a single terminal is split up so much that you have to go through a separate security for that side of things. So I booked the flight. I'm like, okay, that's a lot of money. Not going to think about it. Yeah, again, we were texting. I was like, tell someone, yes, so, tell them now so they would move yeah, you up. Yeah, and thankfully that time it works better in the sense that I was so frustrated. I was like, I literally just threw it, went through an hour of security. I do not need to do this again just to get to a different gate that is in the same terminal, but I had to. And I think what was so frustrating about it is like it was yet again another hour wait. And I did have a moment where I told a TSA agent, and I don't like put my foot down. I was like, sir, the reason I am about to miss my second flight is because I'm going through a security thing where you have already confirmed that all my luggage is fine. Like, I've done this like literally an hour ago. And so he let me up a little bit further, but he was pissed off. And it was like fewer TSA agents working that day. I don't know why. And I heard somebody asking an employee and she was an airport employee, not TSA. And she was like, I have no idea. We do. We don't do their scheduling. TSA does their own scheduling. It's not the airport. It's because they've been quitting from being abused. (laughs) Ah, that could be. By Katie. I know. I was like, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Quit as soon as they. Yeah. (laughs) You got on your plane and then everyone you interacted with was like, I'm done. Oh, no. So I did make it to my gate in time. They changed my gate three times and it was delayed. But like, hey, I will take a flight delay now any day. What an exciting adventure it was. This trip was something else. Hurricanes and missed flights at the character warehouse. And I'm sorry, what did you buy at the character warehouse? So many items that it was worth it, right? Like you just walked out with bags and bags of almost free items, right? I was going to the character warehouse. Right? No, I get it. I had this moment where I was <laughs> okay, like, the answer's I'm no. on a budget airline that doesn't allow me to carry anything but a personal item. And I have i don't have room to buy anything, but I did purchase a puzzle and a frozen adjacent item for my daughter just to be like, there's a reason I came here. Like, I was like, you better love this. Worth it, right? <laughs> Worth it. So anyway, I it was and a so, lesson learned. Other than not missing your flight, mm-hmm. is there anything, what was the one thing you would change about this trip? Oh, about like, the trip on the whole? I'm not sure. I will. I told Julie that like, I, I'm kind of like impatient with Epcot to get their like stuff done (laughs) because I keep wanting to go and experience the new things, but it's all, it's just been so little by little. So I think that like, I may, I was tempted to like, did you pick a different park? I don't know. That's always hard for me because I'm way too cheap to ever get park hopper. And you know, they just jumped the prices like what today, Julie, 
for everything. Well, yeah. I mean, that takes effect next month. Exactly. Yes. So it's like yeah. every time it's, it's a little bit more stressful, but i really did have an excellent time. I, the only thing I would change is I would have eaten a normal <laughs> dinner on my second party night so that I don't have to eat 1.30 a.m. pizza. That pizza was good, but that could have been because it was 1.30 <laughs> in the like, morning and I needed food. I don't know. For all I know, that pizza yeah. is disgusting. But at that moment, it was, it was fantastic. Well, and a cheese pizza just hits right at the end of a long day. You're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had had a, a slice from Via Napoli window, and that was no good. So it really tasted good. I was like, give me your greasiest pizza. It was pretty greasy, too. I was like, let's do this. Yes. And then I went right to sleep. I consumed some greasy pizza and then was like, what should I do next? What's the best thing for my heart is <laughs> to go right to sleep after eating a whole bunch of greasy pizza. Uh, I suppose while traveling alone, I've made many food choices I'm not proud of. I would not have done that yes. otherwise. I just had a milkshake for dinner. So, All right. So this is your show. Why don't you outro us? <laughs> All right. I will put links for Katie's shirts because they're super cute. And if you're into who you say your clients are mostly or your customers are mostly cast members like DVC mm -hmm. owners and cast members and people who really, really love the parks because they're specific to like resorts and lands mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So they're really fun and cute. So people who are chronically late to flight <laughs> and people who are chronically late to flight. I will flight. never so live this down. Really I have niche. A whole bunch of stuff about the Christmas party. So where to meet characters, where to find magic shots, a guide, a touring plan, all sorts of stuff. I will put that in the show notes. Things about Universal, the parks, our hotel. So a ton of information in the show notes. And thank you, Katie, for being on the show. Thank you, Kurt, for hosting. Even though you're not doing this outro, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Whatever. Good enough. Thank you for hosting. And I will see you guys in the parks.